finished. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm in the refractory period. Yeah, I need ice. Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. All day. All night. Oh, shit. All day, all night, all, all day, day all son. Night. Controversy all over the world, ladies and gentlemen. Ke- Kevin, motherfucking day. Pereira is here, bitches. Respect. Woo. Dude. Ugh. Dude, it's so nice to see you again, my so friend. So good to see you as well, sir. You, uh, you have uh, abandoned your spot on television like a real G yeah. and stepped out into the real world, man. That takes balls. I pulled the cord and slammed through the glass canopy. For folks who don't got know, hit by another plane. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> it was the host of uh, Attack of the Show on G4 for, Jesus, how many years? Uh, God, I was with the network for 10 years and I hosted Attack uh, for six. When did I first do your show? What year was it? You, we were probably two or three years into it. So 2007 or something like Give that? Give or take, sure. Seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and we've been friends ever since, and Kevin's on the podcast uh, several times. Do we like We besties. went to Things Remembered after the first show, <laughs> and we got one of those little heartbreak necklaces. Mine has B-E on it and F-R-I, mm. and you have the other letters. And we so put it together. Sweet. We summon a very sexual Captain Planet. I'm going to make Brian jealous right now. <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian has the arrow that goes through the heart. Though. Oh. Could be, right to the knee. I'll which parlay is, anything into a three-way. Which one is the male and which one's the female? Is the male the arrow that goes through the heart? You know when uh, oh, the like circle, the, the you know, goes, yeah. The, the, the male has be... two circles at the bottom to represent testicles. Oh, really? It should. It should. <laughs> it should. You write your own Google. I'm fucking. The wiki. I'm pretty sure I got the answers to this, <laughs> to this bitch. Yeah, man. It leaving... totally should, right? It should look like a dick. Why can't? Why does it have to be like you know? Why does the, the symbol for male? Who designed the... those things? It was probably someone who really coun't draw that well. So we yeah. said, uh, here's a stick with a loop, and uh, we'll I call bet, that the male. It better was a dude who designed Princess thing when you stop being a person it's the I need same a company yeah <laughs> i think that was a legal thing though i think that was uh, one of those record companies fucking you over things well i'll tell you what if you just have a symbol your music is fucking hard to torrent yeah if you're just hard. like alt j uses a triangle and thankfully you can type in alt j but if you try to just try if you just have to type the, the triangle that requires extended ascii knowledge my dad's not going to pirate that album way yeah. too hard yeah, how would you draw that, that print symbol? You would have to get a font made up, and then right. someone would have to agree to assign a key to that font, and the, op, the OS would have to be changed, uh, right? iOS 6.5. That will have the emoji and prints icon yeah. set. I don't think it's necessary. I think he's prints again. What are you I think pulling up to what are you doing over there? <laughs> I think his, what are you doing over there? He's I think his old, the, screen oh, old screensaver. That's funny. I went on Leo Laporte's show. That was wild. Uh, Leo Laporte was that, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. I used to love that show. My wife would get so mad at me for watching that stupid show. Which one did you watch? Screensavers or Call I, for Help? Like, screensavers. That was she wild. Was like, this that, is so boring. Well, that was the thing. Like, it was a whole, I loved it. I was a super fan of tech TV and Leo's and everything they did, but it's wild the notion that on television, where they're trying to reach a very broad audience, there was an hour, sometimes five hour marathon long show of like you got a problem with your printer driver yeah. okay what model hp do you have all right let's check some dll files scroll to, i'm like what talk about narrow casting they're spending 30 minutes helping one person with their fucking yeah. printer driver yeah and i loved it that was I awesome it i learned too. so much it taught me a lot. yeah, yeah it, it did me so as well i think we uh, i think we underestimate people's attention spans for these type of things i really do mm-hmm. I think people uh, are very curious about those kind of... And some folks aren't. Look, there was a UFC this weekend Mm -hmm. where these guys fought for the flyweight title and it was a fucking amazing fight between Joseph Benavidez and this guy, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, who won a decision. And the crowd was booing. They were booing. 
because nothing they these guys were fucking throwing down. I mean, it was but they cr- want to see the big power shots. Exactly, and they want to see broken. someone yeah. get knocked unconscious. It yeah. was it was so gross. It was just so it was such a, a plethora of dummies. It was so hard. So it's like you're never going to get away from that. Well, you're no, always going to have a certain you know, percentage. People are you can train people to have certain viewing habits and expectations, and that's what like the Google YouTube channels that came out. Some people are doing 30, 40 minute long shows mm-hmm. on YouTube that are actually doing pretty well, and that kind of behavior a year ago was unheard of. The notion that someone would stare at this yeah. to stream video for an hour or a half hour to watch a web show was unheard of. So people can be trained to have different expectations of running times and length. So you can, you can manipulate uh, attention spans, essentially. You can, it can be done. Yeah. So, well, sir, I don't think it's really manipulating attention spans. I think we're underestimating people's interests in things. When we started doing the podcast, everybody told Brian and I that we had to shorten it. They yeah, were, there I couldn't was agree like, more. You have these long ass conversations, man. More. You got to shorten that. I still do. And, I, <laughs> and I, I, I was like, "There's no way." I go, "I don't get it." Uh, it's a conversation. If you don't like it, you shut it off. If you don't have any more time left, you shut it off. Like, there's no obligation to k- continue with this conversation. But I want, I like conversations that I have with my friends when we're we're up for a couple hours smoking pot or something like that, and we have these really intense moments where you know I'm being aided by his intellect and he's introducing thoughts to my mind. There's a real like regeneration and refreshing of the mind when you have these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're just talking stone shit about you know si- simulation theory and 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 you know and whether or not mushrooms really are a portal to another dimension, just right. stupid shit. Right. This the shit that yeah. comes out at hour two and a half yeah. around that mark is when you get there which is why you'll never see those kind of conversations on a late night talk show where you have three and a half minutes plug your movie get to the clip get out and go people don't realize the fun in just shooting the shit with cool people mm-hmm. and that's when you know when someone said that they were too long I'm like you're crazy like you could say, just because everybody else is doing an hour doesn't mean it has to be an hour that's nuts giving them too much is way better than not giving them enough like the the idea is to just put out the best shit you can put out, and if if you could keep going for after two hours, why wouldn't you keep going? Right. Like it's this is what you're trying to do, right? You're trying to you're trying to tune people into this real conversation. It's kind of one of the reasons that I actually ended up having to leave Attack. I mean, there were a myriad reasons, but one of those things was I was getting a chance to meet so many fascinating people who I was passionate about and wanted to talk with, and I was given four minutes live with them. Dude, you and need it's my a first podcast. time saying hello. You, you need know? a podcast. Yeah, it, it, yesterday. In the works. Sure. Fuck sure, the. In the works in the work dude you need to do one tonight right it. after this podcast i'll Same be your thing. first guest on your podcast this isn't me tugging off strangers this is me spinning <laughs> plates all right like, oh, I, got, I know i got but, a couple in the air right. I, i'm sure you do one. but what i'm saying yeah. is your gift is that you're an intelligent curious guy i mean one of your gifts obviously right. you're brilliant talk guy. about my eyes but i love your face too you're, you're handsome down. you have great Get- bone structure Apple Maps what cannot I'm, navigate what I'm you out of here if there's you get lost. No better. <laughs> I'm lost already. I was lost before I got here. There's there's no better like like expression for or portal for expression for you than a than an, a podcast where you can control, especially something like this where you can add video. We oh, can sure. essentially do whatever we want. It, it's so close to a real television show, except it's not. There's no ads ever. You know, there's ads in the beginning, and then the whole fucking thing runs for three right. hours, yet people will still complain. You pretty much do that already, though. You did stick cam last night for an I hour. I do it randomly. It. I'll hop on, and like if I'm in a drum, I'll live cast some of my, my drumming, but then it always ends up with me sweaty and, and having an emotional outpour, and then I start sexual. ranting to strangers. Oh, I did. I will press the ham up against the webcam. <laughs> 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 it looks like it's a Portuguese this, hedgehog just mashed against the lens. There's girls right now going through your recorded YouTube, yeah. Ustream and there's videos the, trying to find 
find it. Primarily 18 to 34-year-old males going through that U stream <laughs> yeah. trying to find it. And yeah, you're more you. of like a gay crush. Yeah, I'm Why like, is that? am I a twink or a bear? How does that work? I think you're just it's a probably handsome Probably because I hold young, my coffee like this. That's yeah. probably just a handsome young guy it's, it's who twinky. it looks like you could be easily overpowered. Hmm. That's what it is. There's yeah, something but I sexual. You. I yeah. wouldn't even fight. I would scrap if it turned you on. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I might pot your face oh, if that, I thought it would make you harder. But that, just that, <laughs> that alone, that sentence is really disturbing. <laughs> I might fight if it makes you. Oh, uh, Brian and I were like having it. that conversation before we went live of like girls that request and demand that you strike them during the act. Oh, and that's I've been craziness. with one and it was insane and I couldn't, I couldn't do it for yeah. more than more than five or ten sessions. I yeah. <laughs> started I, yeah, to hurt my wrist. I've never had a girl ask me to hit her, but I have had girls ask me to rape them. Ugh, that's even worse. Yeah. That's kind. <laughs> yeah, like I've had girls Is that, that want how to that fight works? me off. Oh, they, they want you to... Like, yeah, okay. like she explained it to me that she wanted she wanted me to rape her and she wanted to fight me off. And I was like... I feel well, like that sentence is followed with yeah. your honor. Well, first you can't... <laughs> <laughs> She was asking for it. We were in an alley. She said, let me break Fatality. my nails against the concrete. We, we never wound up doing it. I should just clarify. <laughs> I just thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard in my life. And I was like, look, I'm, 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 I'm into living with reality. I don't know what you're trying to... I, I'm not... We barely... You know, we'd only been dating a little while. We didn't need any fantasies yet. Like, Jesus right. fucking Christ. Like, <laughs> our, how about... Our regular sex life is yeah. going stale. How I about need a rape fantasy. Who you really are, who I really am. No, and no, And we're no, both no. horny. Throw Can me we? into a van and hit me with a two-by-four. And then no. stream it. No, so she wanted to fight me off. It was this weird thing. She's like, but you know that it's not, so it's okay. I go, it's not, because it's still, I'm still going to do it. Like, and, you know, I don't want to do that. It's just, I don't, I don't want to associate, like, physical aggression with sexuality. It's, it's just... It's tough, because this isn't my story to really tell, and I have a very close-knit group of friends, but someone in that group... <laughs> his um, name rhymes with <laughs> mob. No. <laughs> no, what's his name? Come on, give up the well, dude's here, here's name. The thing, here's him. the thing. No, no, no. This is, it's a brilliant story. He started dating, and I'll, I'm going to... Give him a fake name. I'm going to cliff notes this here. Okay. My buddy Dale... Well, Dale. ...started to date a woman, Sharice, and Sharice <laughs> told Dale... It was always a fantasy, a fantasy of hers to be raped, but it's sort of one of those things where you can't ask to be raped because then you know, and it would ruin the right. fantasy. You just always want to. So after they had been dating for <clears throat> no less than a year, and they were both into kinky sex and weird sex circles, and kind of went around in those. Oh, Kevin Rose. Mm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna say yes, but I'm gonna tap my nose and wink and point your way. Uh, so my buddy Kevin was like, I mean Dale, that shit, <laughs> son of a bitch, fuck. Oh my god, lucky kettlebells. God. So. Less than a year they've been dating. He arranges. She's flying in from town. He, he arranges for three giant dudes to pick her up at the airport, take her away, throw her in a van, pretty much run wow. a train on her outside a gas station. She's crying, thinks the real thing has happened. Then he shows up and uh, he says, happy birthday. Wow. And she cr- cried and thanked him and couldn't believe it. They're still together to this day. Wow. Yep. That's the first time I met Kevin Rose. I was invited to run a train on his girlfriend. Whoa. <laughs> I had no idea Sarah Lane and oh, him were still dating. No, stop with the fucking names. Absolute, absolutely I should just not say him. As absolutely the, not him whatsoever. That the, is a, the namesake behind this podcast. This is all just a joke. No one. But that's a crazy story, man. That's Insane, a fucked right? up story. And but she liked it? She liked, and so that's when I go, like, immediately I go, well, you know what? I want to be clear as well. That's not for me. Not necessarily yeah. for me, all right? I have a rape fantasy, and I would love for three dudes to run a train on me, sure, but I'm not going to admit that, right? So not for me. But uh, on the other hand, on the flip side of that coin, that's fucking love. 
Like at some point you go, what were the odds of those two ships passing in the night? One having a rape fantasy, the other be willing to fulfill it in that capacity and go for it. And And then say happy birthday. And then say happy birthday. That might be the craziest story. The frosting on the cake is on your face. (laughs) That might be the craziest story I've ever heard about a man and a woman together. It's pretty fantastic, right? People I'm just trying just to think who it is. I, I could see Adam Sessler doing that. No, no, no. This, isn't, this, isn't, this is nobody that, that would, it's in any sort of limelight. They don't have Wikipedia. Uh, it's really like fucked that. up that, some, you know, that there's these variables because it would be nice if rape was always bad. You know, it would be nice if girls did not ever have a rape fantasy, so there couldn't be any weirdness. Well, who was, I, I can't remember which comedian it is. It might have been Louis C.K. that had a bit about when a girl says no, and she's like, why didn't you go for it? Because you said no. Yeah, but it meant no playfully. It's like, I'm not going to have sex with you on the off chance yeah. that you're into that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's right. no, no should really mean no. Yes. And yes can but mean But the yes. problem is, that's not what she wants. She really wants you to take it. Which is crazy because right. for a woman who doesn't want that, it's a horrific idea. Mm-hmm. I always, I always apologize after, and I have a home. Hallmark, Hallmark <clears throat> needs to make cards for that. Like, sorry, you didn't <laughs> want to be forcibly sexed. Yeah, this girl. Like, here you go. This girl. I'll uh, call an Uber for you. That I dated that wanted me to rape her. She got over it. She only asked for it once, mm-hmm. but it was really weird. Was that rooted in something else? Like, I don't was know. She a victim of a sex crime earlier? No, in life or something? no, I don't think so. She just liked. She likes super aggression. She right. liked aggression. Like she just battle rope movements. Yeah, on she her wanted, face and back. She wanted some fucking drum beating. She was just a wild bitch. I don't know. I don't know what. The, Do you what still have her the, contact? No, this was many can moons I find ago. Her on Facebook? I don't think you can. Do you mind if I battle rope? I think you should not. She might ruin you. <laughs> I was so tiny, I would snap in half at the thought. Plus, she's got to be like forty now, so it's over. I don't mind that. Over, I don't mind so. a little. I don't mind when the tread on the tires is worn off. I'll hop in there. I'll well, fuck it's, a rim. It's a, it depends. You say it's over, but I saw Cindy Crawford, who was like almost fifty, or she might be fifty, and she is still so hot. hot as yeah. fuck. What about Gwen Stefani? Isn't she like forty something now? I don't know. I just saw her on the, at the airport on the cover of some magazine, and I'm like, I would absolutely toss it in her. Yeah, Not that I would see, ever have a chance. You but, can't but. say that, though, based on a magazine cover, because that might as well be like a werewolf. Well, I get, I get that there's, there's Photoshop and camera oh, trickery and whatnot. Fuck yeah, I there get, is. I get that that goes have on. Have you seen but, those photos of Madonna recently? Oh, my God. Of Skeletor? Yeah. yeah. But then you see her in other promotional pictures, and she looks hot still. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Who's lying to me? <laughs> Someone's lying. My boner's confused. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking really creeped out by this, like that there must be a fantasy. Of the opera but would you would you bang on. Madonna knowing what Fuck she really no. looks like? Not even for am, the sport. I'm, I'm not into not for that. the story of it. I'm not into that. Not even to tag her ear and monitor. When her I was later. 17, I was in love with her. Really? Oh yeah, I had a big thing for her. After you just that, loved her. Uh, you loved her music. Well, I loved that movie, um, the the uh, Vision Amita? Quest. Vision Quest. <laughs> she played. Uh, she sang a song in Vision Quest, and it was like she had a couple songs on the soundtrack, and the soundtrack was what I would use to train with. I would always train to the Vision Quest soundtrack. I had a okay. Walkman cassette, Walkman, dude. Old Old school, and when I would do my sprints, I would listen to that. So I had this like weird crush on her because of that. Would song. you have to awkwardly fast forward the cassette to get to the crescendo of the song before a sprint? <sighs> no, like, okay, I wasn't so. Clever. I want to believe you. It was too difficult boy. back then because back then it was like. Right. Stop. <laughs> it was it was like it's not so easy. Yeah. You really didn't cue things up. I would cue up the beginning of the song right before a sprint, maybe. Okay. I wouldn't. So you did go through yeah. a little bit of that. But it sucked because the, the fucking cassette thing was too big. So it slapped against clunk, your clunk. deck yeah, while you're hard running. Hard metal or hard plastic <laughs> yeah, slap it against you. <laughs> yeah. But and I was, that's how fetishes are born. I was into Madonna back then, which is really funny because I was 17 and then I found out she was 26. I was like, damn, that bitch is old. That's all I can think. <laughs> 
It's like, like I was, Whoa, she's coming like, up on I her expiration 20, date. I'm, I'm 45 now. I'm fucking practically dead. That's ridiculous. Meanwhile, I feel great. Oh. But uh, I've just never been into the Madonna type. I've never been into like super aggressive business. I just women. like that you took a flex break. You're like, I'm going to put the podcast on hold and I'm just going to hit it. Yeah. All right. I'd fuck me. Anybody else? I'd uh, fuck me right now. I'd let me rape me. Joe, take me out behind an AMPM. <laughs> Come on. I won't bear Macy. I in, promise. In flexing, I, I broke loose an eyelash and it fell in a eyeball. Oh, I hate that I shit. Will, I will go ahead and put a key between my fingers, but I'm not going to jab you with how it. Just fucking, come and take me. How, what a shitty design our eyes are that occasionally the rafters fall off into it and then you can't see like what if a fucking a bear was trying to get you and eyelash fell in your eye like motherfucker hold on hold on hold on uh, we're gonna devolve very soon we're gonna become so reliant on plastic chips in our bodies and technology to regulate us that the body's just gonna stop they're like we don't really need eyes anymore we'll figure that out with thermal cams. i disagree i think so good. i think it's be going so to It'll be, be augmented an first. assimilation of, course. of yeah we're still gonna have some sort of a breeding type thing going on look eventually we are going to be those great aliens there's mm-hmm. no way around it. If you look at we'll be gorillas, state drives. we were at the Santa Barbara Zoo the other day and got to check some gorillas out. Oh, you actually went? Oh, it's fucking beautiful. Santa Barbara is amazing. Man. They have a zoo there? I've been going there yeah, with my family. I, I, lo- I love Santa Barbara. It's a gorgeous community. It's, it's amazing. Nice little restaurants, beautiful neighborhoods, beautiful view. The, the weather's amazing. And they got this cool zoo. So, but all zoos bum me out. If I didn't have children, I would never go to the zoo because yeah. I, I hate the idea of – I don't mind the idea of hunting. I think the hunting is the way people are supposed to live. But well, it depends that, on how you're hunting as yeah. well. If you're paying for 5,000 birds to be released okay. so you can shoot them Dick at close range with style. a shotgun. Yeah, like yeah. That, you're not really hunting, asshole. Yeah, that was, that's a weird thing they do with old rich dudes. They just give them a shoot, 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 Sam. Yeah. Bang, bang. Or bring you out in a Range Rover and put you within three meters of an elephant and hand you a rifle. And say, oh, just yeah. point it anywhere in his general direction and pull the trigger. Yeah, and we'll get a photo of you with a foot on it. That's not hunting. Not necessarily what I mean. But what I... I get what you're saying. But, the, but the thrill what bums of the me out it. is... Yeah, what bums me out is animal prisons. Cages, animal prisons bum me out way more than hunting. Because at least if you're hunting an animal, even if you're not going to eat that animal, if you're going to just give that animal away, which is kind of weird. Like this guy, Matt Hughes, is a UFC champion, just got in trouble with a lot of people. People are angry at him because he went to South Africa and shot everything. Oh, yeah. Did one of those things. Including women and children. Like a zebra and a bunch of different animals. And, but even that, to me, it's like, that still seems to be better than the fucking zoo. I think the zoo is one of the, like, the, 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 if you want to talk about cruelty to animals, the zoo is one of the most fucked up places on earth because those animals are denied all of their natural activities. All of them. We think that just because they have food, they're okay. That is right. madness. Or, hey, well, you know what? Their forest was getting cut down, so yeah. at least we saved them. And I'm like, is that really saving them? Putting, putting a natural animal that has instincts that are predatory and then dangling meat from a pole for it or having it pace in a 4 by 4 cell. And they don't even fucking give them Ugh. Wi-Fi. They don't even oh. have Wi-Fi. They don't have anything to kill. Not even a hot spot. You know, and that's, that's something that they do do in other countries. Like in other countries, especially in Asia, when they have tiger preserves, they, they preserve these tigers, but they right. feed them live goats. Right. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. 
Brian, throw, well, one, throw a few ways. of those up because there's hundreds of them online. I've seen preserves where they feed them like they fed the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, yes. which is a goat on a chain, mm-hmm. which better than just handing it the meat that's already killed. But at some point, you gotta let, you should let the goat go. You should let them actually hunt and and, and you know yeah. go through those animalistic behaviors. Uh, yeah, they, that that would be better if you had like an, an ecosystem right. in a place. But even that, you shouldn't contain it. It shouldn't be that this tiger has no idea what happens if he walks 20 miles to the ocean. It shouldn't be that. The tiger should be able to go wherever the fuck the tiger is, if that's his habitat. Unless we choose to make them extinct. If we choose they're too fucking dangerous and they're eating too many people and we got to start jacking them, which, by the way, if I lived in India, I'd be hunting tigers every fucking day of the week. More <laughs> people have died from tigers in India than anywhere in the world. They have, they're like, just the Sundarbans alone is at somewhere like 300,000 people been murdered by tigers over the last hundred years. And yeah. that's because they're building in their habitat or because they're trying to keep them as pets? Because poor people are living near oh, monsters. Just, okay. I mean, it's All a right. cra- and the, not only that, the Sundarbans is a, uh, it's a brackish ocean and apparently they have uh, the tigers drink this water and the water is extra salty so it makes them really aggressive. It makes them irritated all the time. Really? And they're really mean. Yeah, I had a bit about it in my act. A true story about these poor fucking fishermen. They were in a boat. There was like five guys in a boat. And this tiger swam out to the boat, jumped in, killed Jesus. a guy, dragged him through the water to the shore, dropped his body off at the shore, jumped back in the water. <laughs> to go get the so, other guys? And did it again. Did it three times. Oh, my God. He did it three times. Oh. So the last two guys were just fucking... <laughs> Being that third guy in the boat, you yeah. f- fucking start paddling. Dude, you got to figure something out. You know knew? what's happening. Who knew tigers were that fucking evil? Like, they really are monsters. Because they're, they're not doing it for food. They're doing it because they can. Like, at that point, Tom, like, how, right. you, how could you justify They want to swipe keeping, off the ears and make a necklace. They, they're doing it for the sport. Yeah, how could you justify keeping that thing around? What is this, a bull? This is a goat feeding from a... That's a cow, I guess, it looks oh, like. Oh, there it is, yeah. The cow fuck. And oh, there that, we go. Oh, right, cow, right into his jaw. Seems like you rushed him a yeah. little bit. Like, who's talking shit? Yeah, I'll spear this motherfucker. I like how they Wait go jujitsu style. They go right to the bottom. And then <laughs> Could look. you call this? Call this like fuck, a match. Yeah. Oh, like a match. Okay, he's got side control. He's got the <laughs> neck. As long as he's got the neck, he's good. He's got the top of the spine. Now, this is really hard for the cow to get anything done here. He's at least the cow's standing, though. The, the cow's got to figure out some way to go to his back and kick that thing off and then get back to his feet and run away. But it doesn't look good. The tiger's got the back of the neck. I think he's fucked. Don't forget to check out a new season of The Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> oh, there's Friday the dead, night, there's 7.30. The, there's the dead cow. I don't get it. Oh, there's a live cow. Oh, they have them oh, all hogtied and shit. Yeah, look how they bring him out. That poor cow. Before they let him get killed by a lion. He gets a his, view of the sky while shit. being dragged by yeah. a golf cart. He gets fucking <laughs> ball gagged and uh, strung up by his hooves. and that's, that's exactly what they did to him. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, zoo, but so Santa Barbara Zoo was exciting for you? It was good, or it was, it was sad, sad? Like, it made you sad. It's cool because the, the kids get to see the, the, the fucking animal jail, right. but it's sad when you see Do you these. explain to them, like, hey, this is not natural for these animals? This no. Is, I mean, or no, you just, just let it be. They're four and two. You know? oh, okay. So it's I'm, just I'm like, this is, no, I'm not being upset. I'm just saying. No, you are. You're being very passive. Dude. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, when I explain to them, it's just like, I, get, I just want them to repeat the names and know where it lives and what, it's, what it does. And then well, eventually so then it we'll serves that purpose, the, though. Yeah, it, well, it doesn't really. I would rather show them DVDs. I really would. Yeah. But, you know, kids like looking at shit, you know. They, 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 I could never get my daughter to sit down and watch, like, a documentary on the Congo or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you take them somewhere and show them some actual real shit, you know, that's, that has a, a different impact on them. But w- my point was, while I was standing there looking at the gorillas, I was looking at the gr- a gorilla and looking at me and then thinking about gray aliens. I'm like, yeah, that's next. 
It has to be. That really is us. Like, I think those fucking eyes, it's because they have, like, built-in sunglasses because we've completely fucked the environment. You can't see anymore. Right, you go outside. Triple UV yeah. protective layers and reflective why else, coatings. Why and... else would they have those big fucking <laughs> totally black eyes? That shit's his sunglasses. <laughs> built-in sunglasses. Those are Oakleys yeah. in, in 4022. <laughs> Our eyes got way bigger after Google Goggles. It's like an unexpected turn. Well, Google Goggles, not only does it give you cancer of the brain but that cancer specifically makes your eyes grow and that changed evolution mm. so that's what happened the human eye so became large almond sized or shaped so when that happened and then eventually we went with pure telekinesis people stopped talking the mouth shrunk up we won't need physical vessels once we once we can figure out how to digitize the consciousness especially if we the physical, physical vessel. vessel is going to be universal indiscernible like it looks like the gray aliens are the gray aliens it's not like you see like a Shaquille O'Neal gray alien right next to a you're being, Bridget you're the Midget. You're being racist. You're saying they all look the same, and I see completely different personalities. I can pick out Doug from Xanadu, all right? Okay. Have you, have you ever um, had any sort of an experience with anything that you thought was paranormal, whether it was a Not ghost well or... Yeah. I, ha I mean, on Salvia, I've, I've experienced the universe, right. you know, as a pixel of a human being. I've absolutely right. seen it and felt it and understood it. But sober, I haven't felt like phantoms or cold chills. Or That word sober is a very interesting word because I agree, uh, you know, I, I agree with the idea to a certain extent that when you're, when you're intoxicated, mm -hmm. that that is an impaired state and that what you're seeing is probably not real. It's just a distortion of all your... You know your 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 sort of your sensory perceptions and the you know your body reacting to poison. Yeah, I mean you can trick your out. body into synesthesia. How, where however, there's times when I'm high, where I completely disagree that it's not that you you would it's not an it's not an impaired state. It's an enhanced state. It's very difficult to manage enhanced state, and there's a lot going on. But it's not impaired. It's modified. It's modified. It's modified. It's, yeah. It makes reality a little slippery you can get socially awkward you can get paranoid there's a lot of things that can happen that what it is is you have a massive amount of extra sensitivity and it's almost the exact opposite of being drunk and what people don't understand is like oh he's impaired he's on the pot when i'm on the pot okay i'm like i play pool twice as good maybe three times as good i can play like professional level for long stretches of time when i'm high as fuck mm -hmm. my i write better comedy like there's a lot going on that you can't say is is a, a, there's no downside of that there's no it's not a detrimental situation and carl sagan has said something that I, it's a my quote on my message board and when he said it i was like thank you it says i am convinced there are genuine and valid levels of perception available with cannabis and probably with other drugs which are through the defects of our society and our educational system unavailable to us without such drugs and those are those there's real like clarity Mm -hmm. in in some of these experiences it's just so much recreational use and so much fucking around with all of us that it's been especially with people who don't do any of these things they don't smoke pot they've never done mushrooms that it seems like a recreational silly type activity it doesn't seem like there's any validity well they're, yeah they're still and they're still banking off of the uh, the stories and the connotations that have been handed down since the reefer madness days from grandpa told someone's parents that 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 reefer will make you silly it'll make you crazy it'll yeah. make you a, a you know a, a druggie you'll be a know-nothing and then and that just gets handed down and handed down. It would be really cute. We would be a cute, fun thing to watch Bumble into Walls if it wasn't for all the violence. 
if it wasn't for like the shit that's going down today in Spain, have you seen this shit, Brian? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the video? Please pull up the video of the Spain protesting because it is crazy. Yeah, Our mainstream news. Fuck you, CNN. Fuck you, Fox News. You guys suck. You are fucking frauds. They are not the news. Cogs in a they, machine owned by corporations to, to, to facilitate an agenda. It's ridiculous. Machines. The fact that no one's covering what's going on in Bahrain. No one is covering. I mean, this, the, the amount of coverage in America on this Spain thing is shameful. And their depiction of it is shamefully inaccurate. That it's just a small protest. Right. and it's, No, this is a fucking whole civilization rising up against their leaders. Yeah. I mean, people are looting for food in trash bins. Yeah. Like, that's how dire the situation has got for a, a large section of that population. And now they're taking to the streets. And nobody knows about it. And the, the, the actual reported figures of unemployment are at 25%. But those are disputed by the population. They say that it could be even worse than that. The reported numbers of, um, of And by the way, a lot of times those figures, they, they only count those who are actively seeking employment and are unable to find it, which means if 25% is statistically unemployed, there might be another 25% that is fucking given up. You're exactly right. And they're right. resorting to trash cans and yeah. now looting. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's um, the people that are still in the system that are being counted as unemployed. And people use that as an example of our society because our society, we try to keep it. unemployment's down, it's up. How, you, you, don't, you don't know shit. You don't know shit. Absolutely not. You know about people that are in your system. That's it. There's a huge amount of people out there that have fucking thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, that's what's going on in Spain. It's if you see, look at the videos. Yeah, it's and, fucking and, and unbelievable. Notice the badge in the corner. Not CNN. Not MSNBC. Yeah. Not Fox. Nothing. It's you know. It's we've done such a terrible job. What does RT stand for again? Uh, it's not Reuters. It's uh. God, I, 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 I watch it. all their stuff in all the time. In the face with a fucking hell, uh, a little baton yeah. while they're taking pictures of him. Yeah. This is crazy. But what's really crazy is these fucking cops, man. Like, they, they are just employees of the machine. They're not mm-hmm. even the machine. They're regular folks. Yep. The regular folks are attacking regular but folks. But these people, are, these people are fighting for their jobs right now, yeah. just as the people rioting are trying to fight for yeah. jobs. It's and just, that's what's so sad is that this have, is how disconnected it is. They have to lay down their, their arms. It has to get worse. It has yeah. to get worse to the point where the, the cops realize, okay, we are the civilization. Certainly. We, we are this population. Those people that they are clubbing. Oh, look at that guy. Flying <laughs> sidekick. Yeah. And a roundhouse kick to the body. Very weak roundhouse kick. No, no turn of the hips at all. Look, people are kicking him and pushing him down. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. That cop's down. Nobody took his back. Someone should have taken his back. Yeah, well, they're going to... As soon as he's down, man, you got to get over under. Soon they'll bring out the sonic weaponry and the, oh, and the oh, drones oh, oh, oh. and the UAVs. <laughs> yeah. And, that, I mean, that's why this kind of dissent doesn't happen in the States right now because we have, uh, we have, we have a military that's a police force that well, will roll out not with only armored that, vehicles we have and new, assault rifles. We have new laws pr- protecting the cunts just in case this shit goes down where they legally can do a bunch of shit that they would never yeah. allow to do just and a couple of years you. ago. They can pull you off the streets and detain you before anything ever happens because you might be a thought leader. Yeah. You know, it's really disturbing to me, all these uh, celebrities and all these different people who are, are, are standing up for Obama and campaigning for Obama. Mm-hmm. And even like guys that I respect and intelligent people are saying he's better than Mitt Romney. Like, 
what what do you, what, you are you, what are you looking at? I'm like, what are you looking at? You are you are you paying attention to what this guy's doing to the Constitution? Right. To they're looking. His... They're cherry picking a few moral issues, which is always what it boils down to, which is sad. Uh, you know, I happen to agree with the moral stance of Obama versus a, a Romney a little bit more, but it doesn't fucking matter at the what, end of the day. What, a, what aspect of his things morals? like it's civil unions, gay rights, know, yeah, like gay, yeah, rights, gay is, rights. That's a big one. Well, you know what that is. That's a democratic talking point. Sure. You know, he he is because they won't talk about money and politics. Which is the root of ninety percent of all the fucking issues we have right now, and nobody's going to talk about it because it's what lining their pockets. With, yeah, with, when you when it comes to something that's actually important, the, he right. is not standing up for us. Nope. When it comes, the feds to are going to raid the dispensaries here in L.A. Despite saying that's yeah. not going to happen. Well, they just did. They yeah. just they just closed in on seventy one of them. Yesterday. Well, they sent they sent notices to a yeah. bunch, and they're suing too. They haven't started shattering glass yet, but believe me, that's is, two weeks away. Yeah, the whole thing is really sick. And this is supposed to be this awesome president's regime. I mean, he's running things right now. He's running right. things right now. While well, he's the running a DEA campaign right now. A, and Let's people be clear are like, well, they're not, they're not fucking doing it right. And they, they should be nonprofit. Shut up. You're telling me that the DEA that has nothing better to do for real than go after pot companies? Yeah. That is one of the weakest and ways the way, to get a collar. By the way, 700 dispensaries can't be opened and operated Unless there's fucking demand for 700 dispensaries. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? That, like, how about the, there, there's a law that says you're allowed to have it here. Right. And to pretend that it's worse than anything else that you've already got legal and it's a reason why you're going after it is right. crazy, well, Obama. That's why I'm always against the medicinal marijuana argument no. because it ignores the recreational argument, which is just as fucking valid as the medicinal one. It certainly is. But the medicinal one, I think, while in a world of madness, there's a lot of people, not me, it's necessarily I could get by without it. The the reasons that I use it for is not nothing's terminal. There's people with terminal illness sure. illnesses. There's people who have cancer and marijuana is the only thing that gives them an appetite. Yep. Like there's people, nothing else that works as good. People that will have seizures if they do not yeah. smoke pot and yet someone is pulling yes. the joint out of their hand and saying, No, 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 you need to have a seizure because uh, this needs to be legal. Well that's why like, when whenever anybody talks about the human body and they're they're doing it from uh an ideological standpoint without any real medical training or even reading research, you're talking out of your ass. Like when you got a, an asshole like Rush Limbaugh that's talking about some girl wanting to be a slut so she can get a birth control. Right. What that asshole doesn't understand is that some women get ovarian cysts if they don't take birth control. They have medical issues. There's a lot of them that women can use birth control with and it cleans them up. It, Sorry, uh, Joe. He's just popped a handful of Oxycontin <laughs> and chased it with alcohol so he can't hear you right now because let's not forget he was chastised people who wanted to smoke pot while taking yeah. handfuls of pharmaceuticals. Well, not only that, he was doing it illegally. Yes. He was having his maid go out and buy his, uh, his oxys for him. They said God, we, we researched it. We researched it on <laughs> Wikipedia, and it said that he was <laughs> up to 30 a day, according to his maid. That's Cited by said. Johnny Balls 17. He's the one who put that <laughs> sentence in there. Johnny and he is the most trusted source on the Wikipedia. Cut to the Johnny Balls 17 Twitter account. <laughs> Johnny Balls 17. just opened. There's a scramble for it right now. I hope there is. Yeah, it's oh, insane. And when I think about unemployment and I think about, and I, this may transition into a TSA rant, and I apologize <laughs> if it does, because it's still fresh in yeah, my head. Yeah, well, we got to talk the, about that anyway. The biggest fucking government works program that's really going on right now our tax dollars going to create a system to create jobs to demean us and make us feel like criminals for wanting to take a flight. Yeah. A, a, a program that is inefficient, ineffectual by thousands of, not thousands, that's hyperbole, by hundreds of sorted papers. 
that is inefficient, ineffectual, that demeans us, that leads to uh, lobbyists and government kickbacks for these mm. corporations that make machines that scan us and take nude photos well, of us, essentially. For the folks that, me off. that do it, for the folks that do the TSA, it is a shit job. Yeah. You're dealing with people that don't want to be there. Absolutely. You're dealing with people that don't want to comply. And in their defense... Look, there's that fucking classic Stanford study that we brought up over and over again of what happened when they just had college students have one person in charge. You're the warden. The other person is, yeah. You're the prisoner. It, when, they, when you do that, people abuse people. People are supposed to be equal, folks. That's just the way right. it is. It's not, there's not supposed to be cops. Furthermore, isn't, like there a law, isn't there a law against uniforms for, for people that aren't law enforcement officials having uh, like markings or, or patterns? Or, then how do you work at Burger King? Well, no, no, no. Well, because you're not, you're not wearing a badge and you're not wearing patches. You are if you're the manager. Do you have a sheriff's, a tin sheriff badge? The, I believe the I'm Colonel Mayor Sanders McDonald's. gives out stripes. Doesn't Mayor McDonald? <laughs> I'm the sheriff of this grill. Well, you should. Like, but, but they're not, they're not actually, by the way, they're not cops. They are, right. they are regular folks that are wearing tin badges and patches. And I've met a but lot of them. But there's always cops fans. there. There's there are always co- but a that's stand different. of there's, cops There's waiting. airport police yeah. and they are police officers. They're real. And they come in when the shit actually gets yeah. real to mace you and frisk you. Yeah. I've never had a problem at the, at the TSA ever with people being rude to me with people I've never had that problem but do you go through the machines I go through the machines and um, I'm friendly I opt out I'm friendly I'm friendly as shit but I opt out well Brendan Walsh said that he had a problem with the same thing he opted out on the way to Toronto what I've heard is that there's radiation in those machines. They haven't really registered it yet. But if you really want to worry about radiation, you shouldn't be you shouldn't flying be on in the, the first place. Right. Because the flight itself is incredibly ra- radioactive. The radiation, it, to me, is, is a moot point. Like, I, yeah, I don't think I deserve it you if I don't need it. it's a rights violation? Um, it's a rights violation. Plus, the Rapid Scan Corporation, which is one of the two big corporations that had like you know the $70 million contracts to install these machines, they were funding Chertoff, who was the ex-head of the Homeland Security Administration. Like, they've increased their lobbying five Five, five uh, uh, by, by like 50% or something since 2008 and 2010. That was the last study I read. So Lord knows how much money they're spending now to, kick, to give kickbacks to people in power to do these no-bid contracts to put in these machines, which, by the way, most, most security and defense experts tell you that they can't actually detect uh, the plastic explosives that could blow up a 747. <laughs> like, they can't actually detect it. Plus, there was a case in Florida just not only like probably two years ago where hundreds of thousands of the photos from people going through those machines because it does store photos even though it doesn't display them. Those photos were hacked and it was, they said we don't store these photos. They don't get taken but they have a nude picture of you somewhere. Lord, know, Lord knows how that's going to come back to haunt you. So the radiation is to me a moot point. It's, I look good naked, dude. I want to see it. <laughs> Release the hounds. Yeah, There's going to be yeah, TSA fetish porn. There's absolutely going to be fetish porn. TSA people, release the hounds. It's just absurd <laughs> to me that my tax dollars go towards buying these machines for these corrupt corporations to have them installed to make me feel like a criminal, to snap a photo of me naked, which don't make me any safer as I go onto a flight. Do you think it doesn't make you any safer? Don't you think that if people could take guns on planes, they would? If, if there was no metal detection, you would have to deal with the same sort of instances of people being crazy in society on a plane as you would sure. on the ground. I think metal detectors are good. I, I do. I think the idea of checking your bags is good. There's too many cunts. There are certainly, there are certainly, there should be a standard of protection. You know, yes. metal detector, so how do you, if you want to scan the baggage, that's fine. But I think we've drawn the line way too far. And we've drawn it to a point now where if, an, like, first of all, we've always been one step behind. Let's not forget 9-11 happened with box cutters. All right. There was no explosives. There were no bombs. There were no guns. It was well, Kevin. Cutters. That's the official story. <laughs> were... But here at Infowars.com, 
We know it was a government inside job. Bin Laden to a, determined to attack. We've got the documents, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there is no way you can take over a plane with a box cutter. <laughs> Look at this article by Johnny Ball 17. <laughs> he has done the math. It checks out. If you go to Infowars.com and buy gold, you'll be safe. <laughs> and a crank flashlight. And a crank flashlight. You need a, a, a crank flashlight slash radio. <laughs> Fuck your way to freedom. Um, yeah, if you want to believe the official story, the most fantastical story. By the way, those flashlights need a rechargeable battery on them so they can heat up. Yeah, I should be able idea. to press yeah. a button and have it get warm. But we don't use them anymore, so I don't we give don't. a fuck. Oh, I do. They could, you mean you they don't could fall apart? You don't. You don't talk about them. They're anymore? not our you sponsor anymore. Oh, that sucks. Do you still fuck them though? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one right. They were a good sponsor, but it's. I think it got to a point where we probably saturated their market, and uh, quite honestly, we make more money from other people. Got it. He has a flashlight. Holla. Um, mm. Yeah, we're always one step behind. So here's what here's what concerns me, is that now we're at a point where let's say they take away the rapid scan machines, right? Or let's say they have them, but uh, someone flying spaghetti monster forbid decides to blow up uh, a school or uh, a, a Footlocker in a mall or a stadium or a concert venue. Those machines are going to be everywhere. What do you think would happen if you went to They're the to airport and you had like a radiation detector and you said, I would like to go through this machine and detect They wouldn't the let of, you. They wouldn't let you. There's, There's no probably, way they would let you. They'd probably arrest you, right? right. Yeah. That, what is that machinery? You're not yeah, allowed to have it here. That's they, some creepy when, police In my incident in Austin, right I was told I was not allowed to film it. I was brought into a private secre- uh, screening room that had a giant placard above that says, this is a private screening room, which I did not request. I was taken in there. My belongings were taken in there. Mm-hmm. Without my request, I even objected to it, and they said, you have to go this way. Did you have to? Is that the law? I, yeah, at this point, I didn't have time to fight it. I had to catch a flight. See, the thing is with the Patriot Act and shit like that, you don't know what the fuck is terrorism on paper these they days. They make it up as they go along, yeah, and then exactly. they have lawyers figure out how, what, however they treated you is the legal way to treat you. Sons of bitch. Where you going, bitch? Okay. They had the X-ray get machine. Get back. I gotta, I gotta have you pull something up. They have the X-ray machine in the Austin airport, and it's right next to one of those rapid scan body scanning machines, oh, right? Oh God! And there is a long line for the rapid scan machine, of course. and that's when they say, "Oh, that line's getting long. Come on through the X-rays." Right. So right away, I'm like, you know what? If this is integral to my safety, you're now chucking my safety out the window for the convenience factor of cycling people through security. Well, are they really saying that it's not safe? I mean, is that really what, what the, they're saying? The rapid scan thing or the, the no, no, no. They're saying I'm talking about. Safe? I'm talking about if we need those those body scanning machines because they can detect a whole bunch of stuff that a traditional X-ray can't. Oh, I that see what when you're it saying. gets to inconvenient because the line is too long, right. you're now throwing my safety out the window. That seems inconsistent. It sounds seems crazy. wrong, right? Yeah. Crazy. But I'm in line to go through the X-ray, and then randomly they do the. Oh, you need to go through the rapid scan machine. So I say, can I just go through the X-ray? No, you can't. Now they're angry with me because they even asked that. Mm-hmm. So I opt out as I normally do. My belongings go through the machine. Mm-hmm. Now I can't see them. I say, hey, I can't see my laptop. I can't see my phone. I can't see any of that stuff. It's over there. Your, lo- your belongings are fine. How do I know that? I can't see them. They didn't give anybody to do it. So I'm already on edge, right? I always right. hit it. I always feel like whenever I take a fucking JetBlue flight, this is going to be my Occupy moment. It's going to end with pepper spray to the face, and I'm going to get handcuffed, even though I'm as polite as can be. Right. And I just, I just want someone to watch my shit. Right. I get stuck in a glass box where I'm next to a girl that couldn't have been more than six years old. Um, she has a, 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 a handicap. She's in a wheelchair, and there was something mentally wrong with her. She was stemming. She was rocking. She was pulling her hair and crying because there were three TSA agents trying to tell her to lift her arms so they can swab her clothes, swab her wheelchair, the back pad, the tires, the wheels, everything. Her dad is there 
on the brink. You can imagine how traumatic it is to try to bring somebody, a special needs child, through an airport in general. But now they've been selected for special screening, and he has to try to explain to his daughter who's having a fit, rightfully so, as strangers are groping her and, you know, swiping, swabbing her seat. He's trying to calm her down while, you know, by holding an iPad in her face and doing whatever he can to get her to relax. Do I have to lift her out of the seat, he asks? Yes, you do. He's trying to lift her up. She's fighting it. My heart is breaking for this guy. The reason I'm sitting in this glass box is because after my pat down, they ran my little piece of cloth, or they ran the gloves and the piece of cloth that they swiped the bottom of my feet with through a machine. A th- like, uh, by the way, machines which we, which we spent more than $30 million on to install in airports. And this machine said, I tested positive for nitrates. I had that happen once. Yeah, and I pulled up, uh, so what's a nitrate? Well, sir, it's uh, you know, that could be used, it's a chemical. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it's a chemical, it'd be used in a lot of things. It doesn't, this isn't a, it's not a bad thing, it's not a bad thing. I'm like, this isn't a problem. And I go, no, it is a problem because I have a flight to catch and I want to know like, why I'm being detained longer. Well, you tested positive for nitrates, so we have to give you a, a, an even more thorough screening. Okay. Well, what, what else can test positive for nitrates? Guy couldn't answer it. Second person couldn't answer it. Third person said... Did they said, ask you if you had been to a farm? No, they did not. But the, the third guy finally said, well, the, the head of the, the security mob there said, well, if you've walked on grass that has fertilizer on it, then you might test positive for nitrates. Even uh, certain uh, heart medications that seniors take can test positive for nitrates. So I'm now stuck in a glass box, detached from my valuables, watching this poor girl having a meltdown as these three people are you know, going all over. And I start to cry because it just it breaks my heart that this is happening. This poor guy is having to go through this. And I, you know, I go to put my hand on his shoulder and tell him, like, I'm sorry you have to go through this. And he looks back and he's choked up. I mean, he's been in there for a good 15 minutes mm. trying to calm down his daughter. So then I start questioning, why are you guys doing this? And I'm being polite. I'm being calm, being everything you could possibly be while asking how much longer this is going to take because I have a flight to catch. They grab my belongings and start walking them away. And I go, excuse me, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're coming here to this private screening room. No, 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 I don't want to be in a private screening room. I want this ex- enhanced pat-down to happen right here because I want my girlfriend to videotape it. Well, no, 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 sir, you're going, by this time, my belongings are in the frosted glass private screening room. Now I'm in the private screening room with them, and there's a giant placard that says, this is a private security room. There is no filming whatsoever. If a, tra- if a TSA employee tells you to stop filming, you must cease filming immediately. You do have the right to call in a witness to be there. And I'm thinking... Why can't the camera be my witness? Because if I'm traveling alone, I, who else am I going to call? Fucking Ghostbusters? Am I going right. to bring TSA in here? So I'm in a glass box with two dudes by myself. He swabs me down with the gloves, and then he says, I'll be right back. I have to test this glove. Goes, puts his hand on the handle of the door with the glove on it that he just <laughs> wiped me down, opens it up, and walks out on his merry way. So I look to the other guy who's left in the room. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And it was like the first time I had cursed. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, he just swabbed my body down with that glove, then grabbed the handle. If someone in here earlier did have explosives on them and he grabbed that handle with that glove, that's now on my test. Why isn't he testing right here? There's a machine in the room. Oh, sir, that, that machine's calibration is off. That's why it's here. Oh, you have it in the room because the calibration's off? Yeah, there's a tag on it that says it needs to be serviced. Okay, so I'm waiting. Five minutes go by. I strike up conversation with the guy. Hey, that, that little girl out there in the wheelchair that's having the fit, and I can still hear her having a poor meltdown out there. Why are they out there? Well, he tested positive for nitrates as well. Oh, he did? Yeah. Why's the girl there? Oh, she tested positive for nitrates. Oh, so all three of us have tested positive for nitrates with the one machine that's out there. You got another one in here that needs servicing and recalibration, and you think there's nothing wrong with this situation. Guy comes back, tells me I'm clear. I leave the room, and I see the father is still there struggling with his daughter. And I'm like, I'm again, like, moved to tears. And I ask this guy, tell me, as a human being, do you think this is right? Do you think this treatment for this poor girl is right? And he goes, sir, she tested positive for nitrates. And I went, right, I get that. 
but there are many other countries who deal with terrorism on a far greater level than we do, who have far more uh, swifter and more, and more common sense approach to security that doesn't demean their citizenry, that doesn't cost them millions of taxpayer dollars. Do you think that that's right? That that girl's having a meltdown, you're swabbing her wheelchair. Do you really think she's a terrorist? I'm just asking you as a human being. And there was a long pause and he sort of looked down and looked at his shoes and I thought, good, I'm finally gonna have a moment, a real moment here as a human being. He's gonna take off that TSA helmet for a second. And he looked up and looked me right in the eyes and said, she tested positive for nitrates. And that's when I realized this is a, it, it, this is a lost cause. This is a losing battle here. You're dealing with a Burger King employee. Yeah. I used to do a joke about it that I think that the people who work at security and the people that work at Burger King mm-hmm. are like the same people. It's just they reach their hand into a bucket. <laughs> who are you today? Oh, I got fries. Right? Damn, I got bomb control. Yep. I'm on foot swabbing or I'm on rubbing the belt line. Well, and, I'm, and, and here's I'm my security thing. today. Excited. I hate mopping that fucking floor. I, I'm all for people having jobs. But we need repair infrastructure, run after school programs, do something that benefits your community and society more than this. Well, I see. I think that we need security at airports. We do. Just because there's been so many instances in the past of people using airplanes, hijacking airplanes. I believe in- the reinforcing of the doors was the best thing that happened. That was the one security measure that said, look, we know yeah. we're, we're now as a society, no one will ever hijack a plane again. If it's sourced in America, if it's flown out of here, everybody in that cabin will fight and die to make sure that plane doesn't get hijacked. But- and air marshals, too. I think air marshals are important, too. I think it's good to have a guy up there who's an actual bad motherfucker who knows how to take right. care of shit if some wacky motherfucker tries to blow his shoes up. Right. And some people even make the argument, by the way, that, that guns on planes would have stopped some of 9-11. That if someone actually had a yeah. gun on that flight, you know, in the risk of a bullet going through and the sudden loss of cabin pressure is overrated. I don't know that I subscribe to that, but I could see how that's a valid argument. I could see how someone can make that. We do need security, but the, the, the leaps and bounds that we've gone to are inefficient. They don't work. It's costing us millions and millions of dollars. The companies, us feel like yeah, criminals. the companies suck, and they're dealing with gigantic numbers of employees mm-hmm. because they have these setups at every goddamn airport and every goddamn city all over this country. There's a lot of fucking airports, so there's no way they're really paying attention and monitoring it on a really intense level and no. looking at it like, how can we make this a better experience for the people? Except for like those things where you go and you you put your name in and you get scanned and then you can go through pre. Like TSA pre, right? So like can, the blue or the clear yeah. programs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, now yeah, they have, yeah. and now, that, but that's that. I have another another issue with, yeah. though, because sometimes you have to pay more. Yep. So now they're creating another tiered society where the haves don't get, get, have the inconveniences. Don't hate on the one percent, dude. What, Just look, because they want to get through the airport. Quicker. I'm one of the guys that can afford the <laughs> premium ticket, so I get through the TSA. Like I'm, I'm blessed. Oh, I, I live already. a good life. I see. I'm fucking, I see what you have. Listen, <laughs> listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm blessed. Did you and show just, me the keys to your car? Is sure that did. You yeah, the what keys kind of to the kingdoms, baby. The A7. I love it. Oh, oh my beautiful. God. It's so nice beautiful. car. Thank you. I love it. Wow. We went so spaceship. Much. That's a spaceship. It is, and the technology in it, like, I, it's oh. pretty close to a car that drives itself. Like, I don't touch the gas pedal anymore. Yeah, this is the Audi A7. Which yeah, they passed today, by the way. Self driving cars. Self driving cars. Let's do today. it. Oh, awesome. But Go even back with. to old cars. Mine has the the adaptive cruise where you press the button, it'll automatically stay with, you know, it'll match pace with the car in front of it. So I don't really, even on surface streets, like city streets, streets i don't really touch a gas pedal i get it up to speed hit a button and i kind of you know really yeah it's easier to send tweets that way oh (laughs) but there has been there has been a time or two where i will i'm just kind of zoning out i'm not using my phone but i am like oh the car's driving itself and all of a sudden bling and it has the heads up display so it puts my miles per hour and my turn by turn like on the windshield like you're seeing it out through there it turns bright red and it's like warning collision so i have to slam on the brakes and i'm like fucking r2d2 fell asleep at my wheel 
fucking short circuit was not paying attention. I almost slammed into the car in front well, of me. Did someone just get in front of you really quick? No, I mean, we were just casually going. I mean, it's much safer to use those systems on a highway where there might not be so much start and stop. Oh, so it hiccups? But I, yeah, a little. Well, I mean, it, sometimes it's a little lax. I'm sure it's busy processing my Bluetooth audio and goes, oh, shit, you're driving. And has to switch over <laughs> See, to that. My, my favorite car that I have is my Porsche because That's it's a a, the, ra- the race car, yeah. the GT3, because it doesn't have anything in it. It has navigation, right. but the navigation sucks. Does it have seats in the back? Yeah, no, no yeah. seats. Exactly, it has nothing. And then not only that, it's like it doesn't do anything. Like fans, there's no heads up display. There's right. no. It's just mechanical. It's right. just machine, and you shift the gears yourself. You don't. You don't allow the thing to stop and break for. It's the exact opposite. But that does get tiring for a lot of people. Especially well, yeah, if you work I got, all dude. Day. I gotta browse Reddit. Like I don't have time to shift gears. I gotta catch up on my news. Do you really? Catch my you, videos? You're joking around about that, but you really shouldn't. You I don't. Well, I don't really no, look no at one your phone during it. your car. No, and no one, no one should live should out rape that. fantasies either. Uh, some <laughs> girls like that, though. I don't think anybody likes running to over While somebody driving. because they were tweeting while driving. Yeah, it's uh, eventually it's going to be really smooth. Where you're going to be able to accomplish that stuff as you're driving. But I don't even trust people. Do you? Do you even? Well, the law just passed for self-driving cars. How do you feel about that? In well, California, they're street legal now. It's been effective. They, they've been using it. Google's been using it yep. for quite a while. You could you could find it online. The only known collision, or at least uh, like uh, six months ago when I was reading about it, the only known collision in one of those Google self-driving cars was when the operator took it out of self-drive mode and was manually driving it. But they still had to document wow. it because it was a collision with the car. Well, I think that I, I enjoy driving. I enjoy mm-hmm. the experience of, of shifting my own gears. I, I think I look at like when you have a, a, a fun car like the, the GT3, driving Driving becomes like a ride. I take a ride home. Right, but not when you have a commute. Yeah. That's not fun. Like shifting gears when you're stopped on the 405 and holding in a clutch, that's shitty. And so to let my car drive and then maybe free me up to do an extra hour of productive work Mm -hmm. or focus on my book on tape Mm -hmm. or my my audible.com slash Joe download to focus on that, that makes sense to me. Oh, totally. But you know what doesn't make sense? That kind of traffic. You see, we've got to figure out (laughs) a way to not... not going to disappear anytime soon. I I am going to disappear. I'm not going to live like this my whole life. I I, I tried escaping once. Going to the I'm going to try again. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Santa Barbara. I might I might try nice. Santa Barbara for a while because it's only like an hour. Going to live away. in the zoo. You're going to have them build you a. You should have them build you I a little cabin you, in a tiger bums, cage. That shit bums me out. We might be living in a fucking zoo. How about that, pal? How about this whole planet might be a zoo. Look at this robot guy with his Google glasses. Oh my god! I can't wait. Silly I can't wait. Cars and. Did yeah. you check out Black Mirror, by the way? Google Did you guys God. look at that shit? Did you watch that? No. 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 God damn it, Joe. So many things to God watch, damn it, man. Joe. But I did see the Lil Wayne uh, deposition. Oh, my God. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. The one that's been making the... Zero have you seen it, Brian? Zero no. given. You pull got it to it's pull so it up because I became a Lil Wayne fan. Oh, me too. I was not a Lil Wayne fan up until this. I, I love that dude It was now. that Chappelle skit of I plead the fifth. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking <laughs> of getting a Lil Wayne tattoo. Okay? <laughs> that's how badass this dude is. Yeah, yeah man. He was He's suing these people because they they made a, a documentary about him, and apparently has a lot of false information, according to Mr. Wayne. And uh, so they they asked him a bunch of stupid questions at this deposition, but the way he answered it was beautiful. Yeah. It was hilarious, And I love the, 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 the veiled threat, which oh, many have don't debated even whether say or not it. it's don't, a threat. Don't even say it. Wait, you don't want to spoil we're it? We're going to play it, All yeah. Right. All right. It happened just a couple of days ago. It's pretty great. And it's hard to get without the world star hip-hop 
Uh, <laughs> that is my the, new homepage, that, man. What is that? I love Those the watermark. Watermark. Yeah, yeah, I love me some World Star Hip Hop. Yeah, that's my problem. If you go to my computer and you type in W in the browser, it just goes <laughs> WorldStarHipHop.com. It knows I want to see some fucked up. Fight Are you going to watch that Kanye sex tape when it leaks on that site? Is there a Kanye West? There's two of, of them. Two. two of them. Kanye West has sex tapes. Yeezy. Really? Yeah, and there's a rumor that one of them is with uh, the, with the Kardashian, but apparently it's a lookalike girl from. They have a video of her from some booty shaking contest, so which I love that is that he, is a competitive sport. Is he doing this on purpose, releasing these? Uh, he's apparently offered millions of dollars to stop the release. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I, d- I, I doubt at his level at this point. Why so would the, he need to the do girls that? are releasing it. I'm, no, I think they were stolen off of his computer. Stolen off. Stolen. Of his which who knows if someone that physically stole them or hacked in or. Whatever, but that's that's what I read. Is this it? Oh, Animal Practice. Let's watch Animal Practice. How would you describe (laughs) your image in the media? How would I describe my image in the media? Yes. I wouldn't describe it. (laughs) Well, how would you describe it if you had to? I don't have to. Well, what image (laughs) are you portraying in the media? I don't portray anything. I am who I am. And you guys portray what you get. No, who are, who are you? Who is the real? I am Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. Okay. Do you uh, like to portray yourself as? I just answered that and said that I don't like to portray myself as nobody. Okay. I, he, he, I completely be Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. I don't oh. portray myself as anything. An image is self-described. Well, you have to wait till I'm done with the question. I don't have to wait to anything, honestly. I I mean. This guy right here may tell me that I have to wait, but personally, I don't have to do nothing. Go ahead, ask the question. Thank you, Your Honor. Do you like you know to... He can't save you, right? In the real world. That guy right there. He can't save you in the real world. Jesus. Just like, you know. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't have to elaborate. Is that... That's your next question. Is please, that a, a threat against... No, sir, no, it's Mr. Not. Th- Mr. No, sir, can you not. just ask your next question, please? Progression of time, the hoodie is off. <laughs> he can't save you. And what does that mean? I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He can't awesome. save you in the real world. Oh my God. Love he's, it. He's a beautiful human being. Love it. <laughs> what a great fuck you to that lawyer. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was be- because that guy was talking to him in that like weird formal speak that you yeah. have to do if you give a deposition. Right. It's like not human. Right. It's like it's weird. It, 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 it takes. It's almost like removing a lot of context. Removing a lot. It's of- like they speak like text messages. There's no yeah. emotion. There's no context. It's just, yeah. It's just it's it's a legal document flowing out of someone's mouth because he's writing. Yeah. The the question he's transcribing it as he goes. It needs to sound legally correct. Well, I thought it was brilliant that he was trying to get Little Wayne to define himself. Right. And, and what wouldn't. a bullshit question. Yeah. How would you describe your, the yeah. media's portrayal? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And it also depends what site. <laughs> depends yeah, what outlet. You don't have to. How would to. you describe the media's portrayal of you, Joe? Uh, Fear Factor guy. Really? You think that's still, <laughs> that's still the case? The UFC guy, maybe? Maybe the UFC guy. Meathead. Little, little midget meathead. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it depend on what outlet? Yeah, well, it depends on whether they like you or they don't like you. Exactly. Sure, for so, sure. It depends on whether or not they have a motivation. I think it's pretty clear at this point that what you're getting on the news is not 
just the information of all the things that's happening all over the world. It's they have an agenda, right? And if their agenda is to mock you, uh, you know, if you're a celebrity who they love, they might talk about you in glowing terms. <laughs> right. Or if you're a celebrity, even if, who, even if you get arrested because you slammed your SUV into a pole while doing rails of cocaine, it's like no, no, well, they wouldn't. Then, then, they, then they always talk down on you. But I'm saying it if, depends if on the celebrity. Be, you could be like a person like uh, like Jennifer Lopez is getting married, and that's a piece of news. Or you could be like Lindsay Lohan crashed her car again. I and think, and well, I, I think it does depend on the celebrity because I think, sure, like, well, Mel Gibson had yeah. another oopsie today on the side of the road. No, because, they hate that guy. That no, guy's done. But there are some celebrities that they treat right. with kid gloves because they're worried they won't sit down for the next junket to promote their movie. I don't think that happens. I don't think anymore, man. Nah, I really man, don't I, think I've too worked, many people I, get. I feel like I've worked in it too much I to feel, know what people will say and won't say because they're okay. afraid they'll lose I access. I feel like when you get. Like a certain level of fucked up upness, though drunk driving. Yes, if you drown kittens in a lines. barrel, all bets are off. But yeah. there are some. They'll forgive some celebrities, and they'll forgive some personalities if they feel like later on it might it might benefit them, or if they're worried. Certainly, if they're trying to get more interviews, right. I guess. Yeah, they're worried about pulling the thing, pulling about like Apple is one of those companies that blogs are afraid to write about. It's a bit of a tangent, but they're afraid to write about them in certain negative ways because they're worried they won't be allowed into their conference or get an early review unit. Right, that you know, has happened. Yeah, right? they pulled all the all the plugs for Gizmodo once Gizmodo leaked. Yeah, you know that iPhone that iPhone stuff. Once they got the guy's iPhone from the bar. Oh, that's iPhone right. Four, they said, "Fuck you, Gizmodo will never get a, a thing again. Still, They'll never get a unit to this day. To they this still day. don't even get oh, in there. Yeah, they're not going to forgive those grudges. Wow. Yeah. How rude, Apple. Steve Jobs is dead. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> you fucks. You getting the five? What's this Black Mirror? Yeah, though? I am now. Dude, I, was... I plugged Black Mirror violently on this last podcast, oh, and everybody was like, thank you so much for introducing me to this. There's, this is just one of the episodes here. There, It is the best. It's a Channel 4 miniseries. I don't need to belabor it because I did it last time. And what's it about again? It's about like near-future societal issues that will come about because of the rapid changing pace of technology. Wow. That is the that is the seed that that sprouts each of the three episodes and they're all completely different completely different aesthetics completely different directors but they're all fascinating they're phenomenally written they're I find beautiful. it interesting that we're talking about it as like like problems in the future it's really not problems we're the problem the reality is the assimilation is well I said the societal inevitable. issues because like we were talking about Google Glasses right uh-huh. when you have the ability to to life vlog when, when the device is light enough powerful enough cheap enough and easy enough to I record 24 hours here, whatever I see, and I can play it back like that. That's what one of the issues or one of the episodes is about. So you watch a couple try to navigate a relationship where every moment is fucking recorded. Right. So he's like, I want to see what happened June 12th when you were with that guy at 3 p.m. Show me that moment. Pull it up. You know, she's frantically trying to delete it. Hey, when we had that argument two hours ago, you said this and it really upset me. I didn't say it like that. Oh, yeah? Boom. Pull that moment up and look at it. There's a commercial. That's an issue that will happen. There's a commercial that they were running um, really recently about a dash cam. They sell yeah. dash cams now. Yeah. So uh, the guy pulls over someone and he's like, this is a re- reenactment of an actual accident in New York City. And uh, the woman goes, this guy hit me. And the, the guy goes up to the, the, the cop and says, uh, would you like me to tell you what happened or show you what happened? And the cop said, what do you mean? He goes, I have a dashboard camera. And it shows him the camera and clearly it shows the woman hitting him. Right. So he goes, ma'am. Let me just tell you that lying to an officer is, you know, a crime. Do you want to go to jail? Tell me the truth. And she goes, okay, I hit him. Yeah. If you search for a Russian, search for a Russian dash cam or a Russian insurance fraud dash cam. Okay, but hold on. Is that bad? 
What? Because it seems no, like the guy's protected from a- that seems accidents. Good. That seems good. And maybe like a cop beating your ass. That's that's another possibility. I, Some cop who's having a hard day decides to kick right. your ass because he thinks no one's watching. I, I certainly didn't mean to imply that that technology will only lead to negative societal consequences. This oh, miniseries no. just happens to explore them in that just way. Just the which negative is brilliant. Yeah, it, it does it in a beautiful, poetic way. With that said, I'm a, you, you know this, I'm a proponent of the, you know, the point of singularity. Of the I Borg. Want, I, want, I want transcendentalism. Like, put as much piece, plastic, put PC parts in me. Of course, you're already not driving your let's fucking go. car. Exactly, let's go. I put it in me. I wanted to get RFID chip back when RFID first came out so I could have all my, my, my credit cards, my remote entry, and my badges to my work. I wanted them all to be put in there so I could just swipe my hand. You know, that was one thing that the... Um, what are you watching, Brian? Is this an accident? Camera? Yeah, I think what happened is this lady backs into a cop, and I'm ge- what I'm guessing is that she's going to say something like, you ran into the back. Well, there are, there are great videos of like people in China and Russia like running at cars that are parked in the streets and then leaping onto the hoods and rolling off right. and then getting up and going, oh, my what, back, but they're literally you, charging the cars. What were you just saying before Brian showed this video? Uh, talking about uh, uh, transhumanism, about how, the RFID chip where you swipe oh, and have it put in your that's hand. That's it. Um, Mythbusters said that that was the one... <laughs> Yes. episode that they yes. were not allowed to air. <laughs> they couldn't do an episode on yeah. the RFID chips. They were told by their network that that was a subject of interest they could not explore. You know what happened with those guys? No. I don't know if you heard the story, but they were going to do it, and the like the guys behind the RFID tech and chip makers said, yeah, we just want to get on the phone with you to discuss the technology and discuss the show before we help you out or whatever. And so they hopped on the line, and on the other side of the line was like 40 lawyers from credit card companies, from security firms, saying you cannot do this episode. You cannot talk about RFID. It is the most unsecure fucking system in the world. Absolutely unsecure. You can build cheap Pringles can readers for them, pull the data right off of them. You can hack them. You can clone them. There's uh, good videos of the... Uh, okay, of, well, why don't you explain to everybody who doesn't know, what the right. fuck does RFID mean? Uh, it's remote. I believe it's remote frequency identification. It's basically, a, think of the chip the size of a grain of rice, or sometimes they're like flat. They're very, very low to no power devices that can be passively read. So if you have a beacon, a reader, they even like... So they clothing, can put it in your phone. They can put, put it, it in, in your, your clothes. Phone, clothes. They use it like a security systems in malls when you walk through a reader that's because a lot of them are RFID based it has pinged the the product and that sent it off and said okay this is you know a security barrier being reached those little uh, credit cards when you tap them to readers a lot of that is RFID some of it is near field communication which is a slightly different standard that's coming about now but there is a lot of RFID swiping for security in buildings that all exists it's been hacked to high heaven. You can buy RFID readers. You can read all the information. You can hack at passports that have RFID in them now. They're very unsafe. Uh, you know, people really? can pull out your info. They can clone it. They can copy it. You know, I'm not entirely sure. There's great videos of BMWs now being hacked. Um, they, they sell blank keys that you can code the wireless key start on them. And there's a pretty easy process to just pop it into the car and have it write the new key code to it, like a dealer kind of thing. And you can start the cars and drive off. Now, they've fixed it since. And it's not just, not just a BMW thing, but these guys can be Fucking read and hacked. And that's why they, want, they don't want the Mythbusters to talk about it. Because we're now building foundations and we're building uh, institutions in, in our daily lives that are, that are built on, on fault faulty security premises like we're all becoming very comfortable with near field communication and tapping things and whatever and yet they're completely hackable and easily cloned and easily broken is it something that can be fixed in the future and they don't want to alert people before they it's, develop a fix for it well look they if they've invested millions of dollars in, in creating new systems and transitioning their key cards and passports to this technology the last thing they want is a security concern but this is an age old problem security is always an issue it's built by a human being it'll be broken by a human being 
So there's no really fixing it. You can make it stronger. You can make it smarter. Sure. There's no real fixing it. Like so, the the future of the world when when it comes to technology mm-hmm. and and it it is dependent upon our cooperation because at some point in time we're going to all have access to to anything. Like it's, essentially, we're going to all be readable everywhere oh, we go. Sure. Yeah. All I think the we're time. Heading, we're heading that way right it's, now. It's almost like. It's setting itself up so that no one can ever really truly be in control and that it does have to be a sort of a group decision at the very top because at a certain point in time, like right now, who's tracking In what this? regard? Like- well, what I'm saying is right now, if you're looking at technology, right mm-hmm. point now, the, the government's tracking us. Sure. They, they have uh, so is GPS in your phone. So is Facebook and, G- and Apple. There's Sorry. GPS in your phone. The GPS in your phone knows exactly where your location is. But at a certain point in time, I'm going to know where your location is too. It's not going to just be the government. It's going to be anybody who wants to know. It's going to get to the point mm. where everything is going to be accessible. Well, we'll accept that for convenience. Like there are apps mm-hmm. now that allow me to like find my friends or there's a, an app where I can send you a temporary GPS tracking token for my phone. So if we're all trying to meet up at a restaurant or an amusement park, you don't have to text me and say, dude, where are you? You can pull me up on a map and see that I'm five minutes away and it'll right. give you what street I'm on. So we'll accept some of that in the name of convenience. And but- fun. And it's fun. kind of fun. It's fun. Your friend can, at Coachella. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, we're all yeah. little dots running around. Let's yeah. play a Pac-Man game. That's pretty meet. dope, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that will be cool, and we'll accept that to an extent. But then we will also have privacy controls, which A, will likely be able to be hacked. Of course. And B, the government will not, they'll, they'll ignore those. The they government, won't have any, man. They fucking will, though. And if the they want to know. Did you see that they have, that Apple has, a, it's, a, it's a trademark or a patent on a technology that allows the government to disable the recording and of a phone? Yes. It'll, it allows people to um, shut off the phone video remotely. capabilities remotely so that you can't pro, you know, videotape protests. <laughs> well, or, or what, they don't specifically say protests. That's the best but, reason uh, for it. Why it's else for would your you security want is what they say. Why, why for your would security. It, why would it ever be in your best interest to yeah. not be able to videotape something? We need a new digital bill of rights that says that if... By that, the way, let me just say for the record please. that they're, the reason for developing this technology is that Apple is involved in many patent lawsuits and all... And so when it comes to the ability to record bands, the ability... I mean, you're getting to a point where, you know, the new phone has eight megapixels the fucking video is fantastic. Oh, yeah. You can almost get something that's you could you could put out and it would be a really good version of it. And the problem with that is you could record people and then put their shit online. Right. So they want to be able to have a concert and say, well, you can't record this concert. Sure. Especially for stand-up comedians. It becomes a real problem when you go oh, you to guys a town and everybody, everybody knows your shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's Apple's idea is that they would set it up so that if there was a concert, you couldn't record the concert, they would Certainly. shut off. Their- but they speci- but a, I still think that's a huge security concern. I mean, yeah. that could that could be a, a wild security concern. Well, as it's well. an it's an awesome move for fucking Samsung because everybody's going to want to go Android. They'll oh like, yeah, I mean yeah, that is yeah. easy. Yeah, exactly. they'll be like fuck this, or they'll build the feature into their phones and then have to pay Apple millions of dollars once they sue. Right, one of the there two will happen there. there yeah, but, uh, how does there, that work? There's now? a great app. I, I, the name is escaping me, but it, it actually stitches together multiple recordings based off of visual cues and and like audio like uh, waveforms and time codes. So if you're at a concert, if you're at a Coachella, and there's 40 people in the crowd that are filming it with their iPhones, they can all upload their video, and it will stitch those angles together Whoa. as best as it can, so you can kind of jump around. That's bad. That's getting awesome. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's oh my. fucking cool, <laughs> dude. That's a mind fucking half, isn't it? But you won't be using it and streaming it live thanks to Verizon's data caps. Aww. What is 
Verizon's data caps now. Any company that's silly selling bitches. any company that's selling limited data plans right now is stifling innovation and fucking consumers over and fucking over entire. Who doesn't industries. have limited? Sprint, Sprint, Sprint is the only one, but they one? barely have a network. They they have a decent network. They have I've been okay using network. it, dude, for Tang, and it's not, good. It's not. not, not it's not. it's a it's a shadow of what AT and T and Verizon provide. As far as four G, maybe. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And but not as far as coverage. No, 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 no. I mean, it's fine for coverage, but the, 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 the problem is that now we're training. Uh, customers and consumers to second guess their decisions when it comes mm-hmm. to data. Like, could you imagine on your home computer second guessing downloading World of Warcraft? Well, you might because you don't play it, but downloading a movie, streaming Netflix, any of those things. You're worried about the money. You're worried about yeah. the data caps now. Yeah. And it's, it's, we're, we're going back, we're regressing from unlimited back to the days of you got 90 free hours or four free megs on Prodigy. Like, so it used to be unlimited, and yeah. then with the iPhone, it really kind of clogged up the network, right? That's the, that was the well, big with smartphones with in general. With smartphones in general, that signaled the shift shift from being a, a traditional voice device to now I rarely make calls on my phone. I'm sending yeah. texts, I'm streaming videos, I'm tweeting, I'm on Reddit, yeah, Facebook. We, like, we never talk on the phone. Yeah. We text we, each other. Yeah, and we Skype because it's, it's easier so to see sad. it. I feel like you're so close to me. You can it's cuddle so me through sad. the internet. But to that point, I did like two Skype sessions on the road with a Verizon little 4G hotspot, a little jetpack, and I used up 3.9 gigs in just wow. like an hour of video chat. Right. And so now I was, then I was afraid to check emails and do work. And I'm like, this is bad for an entire industry. This will stifle innovation because the, next, the Instagram of video might not get created if it takes up too much bandwidth. Well, why is cellular so much more expensive than, because say, they broadband? Can. Is that all it is? Because they can. They would say it's because it's more expensive to launch the satellites and the, the, the bandwidth itself is crazy expensive. It's really, I mean, you can throttle during peak usage, but there's no reason to limit how much data I can suck down at 3 a.m. Your network is not that congested. You know, is, the, the is air is there. More expensive for them if people use more, or is it their? Well, it's that, more taxing on their or, system and their infrastructure. That, that's what sure. I'm ask you. Or sure. is it that their system can't handle it? Sure. I mean, the, the, at some point, yes, it gets to that. But it's so it, that's a way of limiting it by getting people to pay more. Right. But the price of ban- I mean, there's been studies that show that what you pay now for bandwidth, even though it is more expensive and it's faster, what you pay now for bandwidth is exponentially higher than what you used to pay. He's, and bandwidth should be getting cheaper. And the, the problem that I had, like I went in to get a jetpack from Verizon and A, you have to pay to be a new customer, right? Just, just to put you in a system. You have to pay for the, the SIM card, essentially, that they're going to pop into your device, that they're gonna, device that you're going to tether to the account. You have to pay for the device itself, sign up for a contract. Then with their data plans, you have to pay for the data. You have to buy the bandwidth, the four gigs a month, and you have to pay extra to tether to the device that you just bought that you're under contract for. Jesus. You have to pay to tether that to the data. Yeah. Like, I don't mean to get on the nerdiest soapbox in the fucking world, but that is bullshit. That's like going into a restaurant, paying to go into the door, paying to sit down for your table, ordering water. You have to pay for the water, pay for the cup that it's going to go into, and then when you go to drink the water, they're like, no, 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 no. You have to tether a straw to that water. I know you just bought that one. You're paying monthly, and you're paying out the ass for it, even though it's just coming from a garden hose. But you've got to pay to tether a straw to sip that water. It's fucking highway robbery. Yeah. Is that going to get better? Maybe. How, how, can you, how can you fix that? You'd have to have more companies get involved. There's got to right? be collusion going on because once, once, once Verizon announces we're going to do this type of a data plan, AT&T follows suit. Sooner or later, Sprint will once their network gets more popular and the, the devices get sold there. Verizon can't, you can't use data and calls at the same time even under 4G under the new phone. Right? On the new, on the new iPhone, iPhone, you can. You, I think the, you can on LTE, can you not? You can on LTE. Because it reverts to the 3G network well, while you're talking about You can on every single phone except the iPhone. Uh, on Verizon's network, you can or can't. It's, it's you can't. Can. Can't. Fantastic. You can't do. You can't. You can't do it on the iPhone, but you can do that on every single on phone every other the phone. IPhone, right? uh, so if you buy like the Galaxy yeah. S three, you can mm-hmm. do it. 
I fucking, I love the Galaxy. I hate those commercials. <laughs> no better way to make me not give a shit about your product than by spending three minutes of airtime telling you, me that I'm a douchebag. Why bag. are you watching right. commercials? I don't watch commercials. Well, they happen before web videos now, and sometimes yeah. they're hard to skip. I just fucking what close we, my eyes and hit mute. What do you think about the you Samsung know, you can't Note? can't get me, bitch. Have you played with the, the Note? I, don't, I haven't really thought about the Note much. The I'm, Galaxy not, I'm not a tablet kind of guy. The Galaxy Note phone that's sort of a half tablet. Oh, that one's... That? So, we reviewed it on Attack it's when I was delicious. still there. Delicious. What? It's delicious. Holding a giant tablet Love to your head? It. I have yeah. big hands. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. it. It looks like a Bluetooth headset on you. It does Love not on it. me. I love it. It does not on me. I need it in my life. Have You haven't seen those commercials, though, where they show no. like people waiting in line for the iPhone? Oh, yeah, yeah. It I makes have. them look like assholes talking about the incremental features. I'm like, listen, spend your 30 seconds telling me why your phone is better, which they barely do in the commercial they just spend time trying to make me feel like an asshole because i use an iphone yeah i'm not opposed to your device it's no, a political it's tactic not at all it's a terrible tactic it's like because if Mitt you want to tap into a guy like making me making fun of obama sell sell his product he's selling <laughs> Mitt romney by making fun of obama i mean that's what uh, he's doing he's doing a great job of selling it too hey, he knows he's doing what a he's great doing. job he knows he has to get just the 53 yeah. percent of the country that pays taxes <laughs> <laughs> those yeah, are his fuck people the freeloaders yeah. don't care about them it's everybody anybody else. who doesn't pay income tax he yeah. doesn't give a fuck about that was one of the biggest gaffes in political oh, history well, it wasn't a that. gaffe though no it's not well <laughs> it is a gaffe I mean, because <laughs> you don't think George Bush Sr George Bush W you don't think those guys think the exact same well, that's, way but that's what I mean yeah, yeah it was a gaffe in the sense that it got out and he yeah. said it but that's what they really think of course he's a businessman of business course that's man. what they think there's never been a businessman that looked out for people. You think about a guy like, and he is a ruthless businessman. When you get to right. be the Bain capital yeah, of the world, you My get God. hundreds of millions of dollars of profit, ladies and gentlemen. You don't do it by doing what's best for people. You're doing by you do it by doing what's best for your company. You do it by maximizing ones and zeros. That's right. it. And you you do it at the expense of humanity. It's a creepy idea. There is there's that a no soul on the spreadsheet. You're a one or a zero. You're a bottom line to a business. This smacks of racism. Look, I am not an Obama fan. I, I do not like what he's done as far as civil liberties go. I think as a human being, he seems like a great guy. I, I, I don't understand why he's such a shit president. Because as a human being, I see he, he the way he interacts with people. I, he seems like a genuine fun guy. Like the way you hear stories of him in college. Well, he smoked a lot of weed. But it's, it's, it's super, super disappointing to me. And then I... But... There's a big difference between him and Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is a creepy-ass businessman. And the idea that this guy, being a businessman, would somehow or another be better for this country, I don't believe you think that. I think you're racist. That's what I think it is. I think there's a lot of people that just want to believe that Mitt Romney would, would do a better job because he's a businessman and he would get things done. And, you know, Obama's for the redistribution of wealth. But then you, you press them about it. They really don't even know what the fuck that means. 90% of the people that talk about Obama being for the redistribution of wealth, they don't even understand what the real concern right. amongst these socialist ideas are. You know, most of what he's saying is really not a redistribution of wealth in the classical sense. It's not, it's not like trying to steal money from people and Robin Hood, the motherfucker. But you talk to a guy like Mitt Romney, and he will put ones and zeros ahead of people for fucking sure. And he will think that if rich people get richer, they will make more jobs for the poor people, and the poor people will be okay. And he will cut away funding, and he will he will ultimately do things that are not good for people that are struggling. I, that's what I believe. When when you when you talk about his tax policies, and you find out that middle class people will actually have to pay more Taxes money. Taxes are going up on them. Two thousand, an average two thousand dollars more per year. Fuck you, man. Fuck for, you. For a guy who paid fourteen percent. Yeah, it's 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 incredible that people would say that this guy seems like he'd be a good choice. I say even for what he's saying he would do. 
I don't believe that he's going to do anything he says he'll do because Obama didn't do anything he said he would do. Right. Didn't close down Guantanamo Bay. He didn't stop fucking with the medical pot shops. He didn't do anything he said he was going to do. He didn't pull out of Iraq until years after. He did, he's st- we're still there, by the way. We never really pull out. We have a fucking enormous base there right. filled with soldiers. There's no pulling out. There's no pulling out anywhere. We, we have bases in 100 countries plus. So, but just what Jesse Mitt Ventura, Romney, 2016. just what Mitt Romney says he would do. I'm like, you really want that? Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You don't want that. You just want a white guy. You want to, I've talked to people. I'm like, listening to the things they're saying and they don't even really know what the fuck Mitt Romney stands well, for. They see, don't know what he's done. And I think that's, I think that is true. I don't necessarily know that their decision though is rooted in racism. I think it's just kind of rooted in a general ignorance about what he's really done. There's that, but there's also this one. Certainly there's a swath of racists Look, out there. He's Absolutely. a Mormon. I can't say that enough. That's a silly thing to be. Right. Well, I have that, friends who are Mormons. Really come up. That hasn't no, really come up to. in a way that I thought you, it would. Well, you can't. You can't really bring it up right. because there's a lot of people in this country that are religious. And if you start making fun of religion, you're going to lose a big giant chunk of them. Mm-hmm. No one is saying, ladies and gentlemen, that there's no God. I am the last person to say there's no God. You know why? Because I haven't died and because I've experienced, I've experienced some things in this life that are completely unexplainable. I, I'm not sure that reality makes any sense. I'm not sure that it is a, it's just reality is just like something you can touch and feel. I have a feeling there's many more layers to this that we're not perceiving. There could easily be something like a god, but I'll tell you what's not real, Mormonism. It's not real that a fucking kid in 1820 who was 14 years old, a kid named Joseph Smith, found golden tablets that contained the lost work of Jesus and that only he could read them right. because he had a magic rock. An ex-con. I mean, by the that, way, that, yeah. By well, not at fourteen he wasn't. At fourteen he was just he was just a con man. He became an ex-con right. and a polygamist. By the way, they they fucking took over Europe because he wanted to bang multiple bitches. He didn't want to be married to one broad. The idea that you think that that guy had it all wrapped up, that he was the Messiah, that he was the prophet, you're a fucking idiot, okay? That's a Dr. Seuss book. It's not even a good Dr. Seuss book. He found a magic rock so he could read the tablets. That's nonsense. So if you're saying that you are a nonsense person, no, you can't be the president. At least like Christianity and at least uh, Islam and it's, we don't know the people who wrote them. This old, 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 old shit. When things get over a thousand years old, it gets super blurry as to who really wrote it. But we know the guy who wrote the Book of Mormon. We know the fucking guy. You can read the wiki and see how it all got started because J Balls 17 lays it out. Did you know that it was, they believe that there's another planet and then the yeah. Osmond brothers had an album yeah. based on this planet? Yes. And was it called, what was the, what is the fucking planet? The Mormon planet? Like Kleptar or something Oh, like that, something ridiculous. Klepton Mormon planet. planet Osmond album. And, you know, when I say this, you know, people will say, who the fuck you, you fucking atheist, you fucking this. I, I, I am not an atheist. I'm not right. an atheist. But I am not a believer in bullshit. And it's a weird thing to me that in this day and age, you can look at something that obvious and people resist the idea that that's bullshit. 
You resist the idea that did Jesus really come back from the dead? Do you really? I'm not saying Jesus didn't exist. I don't fucking know that Jesus existed, but I guarantee you he didn't fucking just die and magically come back to life. And then it's written down. And because some crazy fucks that wrote a bunch of other questionable shit down, that clearly thought that slavery was okay, clearly treated women as second class citizens, clearly said that you should fucking be killed if you wear two different types of cloth at the same time. I mean, there's so much Looney Tunes shit with that book. But you can't live your life based on it. But the Mormons figured out the loophole for banging multiple wives at the same time. You gotta hand them that and I could see why someone would subscribe to that. The the planet is called Kolob. Ka- yeah. K-O-L-O-B. Yeah. And the Osmonds uh, have uh, in their, their album, well they have one album called Kolob. And if you pull, pull up the image of it, Brian, Osmond Brothers, K-O-L-O-B, it's really weird because they have like pictures drawn inside of the of planet what of what it would look like. Artist renderings, like. yeah. I met Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond, I did his show a couple times. I did the Donny and Marie show mm-hmm. with the news radio cast and I did it by myself once. And uh, <laughs> Donny Osmond is a very nice guy. But uh, I showed him uh, some pictures of uh, some some. I think some girl pulled her tits out at the comedy store. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's not what it was. It was a black hooker. When I was filming Fear, <laughs> when I was filming Fear Factor, I took this picture of this, oh, yeah. this black hooker who was walking down the street eating a sandwich. It's like the great Sasquatch photo from, you know, like <laughs> from the, the Patterson Gimlin footage. Yeah. Gimlin footage. It's literally half it, obscured it's, by a telephone pole as she's eating the sandwich. It's the, the greatest photo. It's the greatest photo. I don't even know if it can be found online. If you can, be, if you can so wait, find so, it online. Google hooker uh, cheeseburger. Is it online? No. She was eating um, a meatball sub, and she pulled her tit out, and she's got a meatball sub in her hand. She's got a blonde wig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and she pulled her tit out for me. Well, she was a hooker. You know, she was trying to drum up some I think that was business. a viral for Subway. I think she, just did, she lost her sign. Trust me. And she it was, was just pointing the, for I was there. Sub. It was real. It so, was the universe smiled upon me. Anyway, so you show it I to Donnie. I showed this to Donnie. And I go, check this shit out. I got this fucking picture today uh, on the set. And Donnie Osmond looked at me like I just ate his cat in front of him. <laughs> he, he, he looked at me like I just gave him poison, shattered his world, oh ruined God. his chances at heaven. Uh, I wish you were recording the that reaction. The poor guy was shocked i mean he was legitimately shocked and i thought about it, i was like how has this guy gotten through show business and i've met like brett michaels he was right. a very nice guy i met tom size i met some real freaks you know and they were very nice guys that you know have gotten through this high level of show business i'm like how is this guy like so weird how is he so weird like he doesn't has he's he, freaked out by pussy has he seen cake farts or two girls one cup i don't because think that needs to be anything. a mission he's a super we need to get that super in front of mormon him. great we need to get it in front of him and record that reaction listen to marie like order him around was is this, magical is this your photo yeah, this is the one yeah you that's it that's I, a real I photo can't show it you can't show yes, it yes you can oh because of Ustream. yeah really Just, listen it's a woman's breast let's take a chance scroll it up real quick it's a real Woo! woman Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I got flashed by the flash. The woman, the breast was, I mean, it was perfect. That's it was it, It's it like. draped over the hand. It's literally like those photos on the moon where they're standing in a spotlight where they're like, there's no way this could have actually been like set up that, that perfectly. And it was a stupid ass camera too. It was a shitty like Motorola, Motorola flip E815, phone. E815, I think. Is that, is, it's not even like a one megapixel, I don't think. I mean, I, th- I don't. I think it was maybe one mega. It might have been a megapixel, but it just was the perfect photo. The lighting was perfect. I love that picture. I love that. That picture. is proof that there is a god. Yeah. Because they smiled card. favorably upon you and gave you that moment. Yes, in this world. beautifully I feel lit. Like, 
I feel like there's something to that and perfectly lit. And it was my background image on my computer, but every time I would open it up on a plane, I'd get fucking shitty looks from um, people. Yeah, I had, I had, I would two. try to like put folders in front of her tit, but <laughs> you try to cover it up. <laughs> people would still get mad at me. Icons on the privates. Yeah. I tried to put them in there that people would still like, what really? I still leave landmines in my phone, like in my photo and just in the, in the photo roll, because every now and then someone might pick up a phone or if I'm on a set, I right. always make sure the wallpaper is interesting in case the phone goes off. So someone sees like just dudes fisting each other or just <laughs> something brilliant. And they always kind of look at, oh, your phone, you got to, t-, and they never finish hey, what I got. You got to, oh, okay. yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's, he's just thinking like this is the guy who calls him and then he sees the picture of guys fisting when this yeah. guy calls him. But no, it's every call. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the default wallpaper. <laughs> I want them. And there was a while where, where it was a Photoshop of me getting fucked by Ryan Seacrest, which someone had made for me oh, and put beautiful. it on a cake. Uh, to celebrate me going on E! News. It's a brilliant photo. That is one of my favorite things, though, about the iPhone, is that big-ass picture that comes up when someone calls. I think that is amazing. That, that to me, is like very futuristic. Like If you call me and I look at my phone and I see your face, I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy. That be still fucking trips me out. Like FaceTime is getting there, but the ability to click and it's them video calling you, that's, that's where it's at. Huh? Did you find Colob yet? K-O-L-O-B. K-O-L-O-B. Yeah, you gotta see. It's fucking nonsense. I think that they. Uh, it might be called the Plan. The Plan. Yeah, their album is called the Plan. Yeah, it or? might not be Call Up. It might be. Called Isn't that the album plan. songs about Mormonism too? Yes. Is it like it's all? It's all in there. Yeah, they they talk about the crazy you know shit that they believe. In. I mean, it's just like it's a it's one of the nuttiest. And you need to see Book of Mormon. Yeah, and I should see it. Yeah, but it's great. It's, it's also one of those religions where they are involved in the most arrests for like having cults and fucking kids. Like whenever like some polygamy guy gets busted. First of all. It could just be that they're setting him up with the kid fucking thing, but that's how they get him. You know, that they can't, you know, the, the polygamy thing. Well, who can resist? Well, now they're also, you know, Vice.com has been uh, doing a whole series on where Mitt Romney came from. That Mitt Romney came from a m- religious sect of America, uh, American Mormons, that moved to Mexico so that they could still bang multiple wives because polygamy became outlawed. So they were like, well, fuck you, we'll just move over here. So now they're involved in like, armed war with the cartels so it's the cartels versus the romneys in mexico like there's drug wars going on they're kidnapping them romneys have been kidnapped other people have been kidnapped it's fucking crazy who has more money the cartels or the romneys that's the question cartels do cartels by a long shot they have gold everything those guys make gold toothbrushes gold guns have you ever seen like how these guys gold jet skis yeah when they (laughs) kill them and they find all their shit gold pistols and you got any photos of the no i don't see it Uh I just pulled it up in three seconds, you fuck. Come on. Are you using Bang Bing It? Just Mormon Planet Osmond Album. Dog Pilot. Look up Mormon Planet Osmond Album. Load Alta Vista. And it's the first Google image. It's it's called The Plan. And if you uh, look in it, the other Google images, there's one where it's got God's hand that's holding the planet. Aw. It's so bizarre. He has the whole world in his hands, Joe. It's it's so... Yeah, look at that shirt. No, that's not it. (laughs) I want to know who that guy is. I like that he wore his the, o- the Osmond shirt Brothers, to hold bro. light. The, the Are you talking Brothers. about this right here? Mormon Planet Osmond album. Yes, that's the that's the album, the plan. And if you look deep inside the album, as you uh, try album art, no. you have a Google, is there a Google image search? Google, just do a Google image search. If you, um, I can ask Siri. More, what do you? How many things do you have? Mormon Planet Osmond album. What do you have? Mormon there. Planet Osmond Brothers plan, the plan. Yeah. Get all that other stuff out. 
Come on now. Yeah, there it is. The palm. Come on now. See that is uh, that's the the god oh. holding the hand. There he is holding the uh, the planet. That's Kolob. He just got us gripped. That's the planet where like I guess God lives or something. Like it's like such a shitty rhyme or uh, such a shitty story. It should be a rhyme. Should be a Dr. Seuss rhyme. A kid who finds bitch, golden two bitch. tablets. You know they came looking for the tablets. Like where are these tablets? He said angels came and took them away. That was mm-hmm. his answer. Yeah. Like that you shitbag little <laughs> fuck bad story writing like I, th- that's it's live journal quality writing <laughs> like, yeah, it's not even it's live pretty, journals way cool. better than that back in 1820 you couldn't you didn't have to show your sources you no know? you'd have to cite anything and the, this uh this fucking guy who who wrote this stuff i mean that this just joseph smith character that i mean it's, it's a painfully bad story i just it, it and none of the it's tough that it, it it plays a role at all in society. It's, it's and insane. It's, it's insane that it it's happens. insane. And That's you, the saddest part. And I'm not saying again. I'm not saying I have any answers. I certainly don't have any answers. But I am saying that as human beings, you know, forget about religious freedom. Freedom at a certain point in time, you have to have uh, the ability to rationally express what the fuck is going on. And when you take into consideration a guy's qualifications to be a leader, one of them has to be whether or not he's a gullible fuck. Well, look, it's really you, that simple. You have freedom of expression when it comes to religion, and mm-hmm. that is fine and great. Believe what you want. But when your re- religious beliefs uh, influence policy, which yes. affects my freedom, well, suddenly I don't have religious freedom because I don't believe in the crazy shit or what I deem to be you know, not crazy. That's a very good and point. And now your religion is informing my life. It's determining what I can and can't do. It's a very good point. And it's also that religion, like in in choosing to believe something, especially something as ridiculous as Mormonism, that in choosing to believe in it, it sort of defines you as a person. And I'm allowed to judge you in that sense if you're trying to run in a, for a position of leadership. I have to look at you as a potential leader. There are a lot of people that I respect deeply in this world for their intellect, for their mind. But I've, I've had some people that I even really deeply respect, and they have these really big hiccups when it comes to religion. And sure. when it comes to, and when that happens, that part of, I know, you, I can't have that conversation with you anymore because you've got a wall up. You've got, this is an, you've got an illogical spot. You've got like a little, a little mind cancer in there where you can't, you can't just you, you can't rationalize. I remember having a conversation with a school teacher, and he was a really smart guy. He was an interesting guy, and he said um, there was uh, someone said something about uh, God and about how there is no other way. I forget what it was, and uh, and uh, I said so. You've seen evidence of of stuff that that shows there's no other way that something could have existed except for a god and he goes yes as a matter of fact molecules have been shown to be so complex it would be impossible for us to even imagine them let alone create them that alone has to be proof of a god and the guy was like yes yes it must be and the other the woman was like it has to be proof of a god i was like that is the craziest thinking i've ever heard that means that a molecule to you is the proof of the God, not the fucking universe. <laughs> right. The universe, yeah. which is composed of molecules, by the way, that are all touching each other. Right. And by the way, and are all nothing. A thousand They're years all ago, filled with air. A thousand years ago, we didn't know there were molecules. Yeah. So it's preposterous to go, well, this is too complex. We'll never solve this. We didn't even know you didn't have a usage for that word or a knowledge of what it was until science discovered, oh, there are these little things. And clearly we have light years to go 
But but this guy, this was what he was holding on to, and I was like, I was like, well, you're a you're a te-. I was like, this guy's a teacher, he's a school teacher, and he was a smart guy. I was like, I go, Hulk, come on, man, there's no other way. You know, I'm not saying there's no God, but your your argument is that something is super complex, so only God could have created it. I was like, you shut off. You have a part of your head that doesn't work. You don't use it. My my mother, despite being uh, presented mountains of evidence uh, that I was putting in front of her eyes, really believed that John Edwards could talk to the dead. Like, wanted to go on crossing over, really wanted to meet him, wanted to have him. Like, believed in it. Not the presidential candidate. Not the presidential candidate, the TV personality who claimed that he could speak to dead people and scammed. That countless thousands of people out of their money by saying he could, he would do cold readings basically I'm getting something with the J uh, you know, oh. and he would do that and I showed her the technique there were books on it I showed where he was trained all that stuff despite that she refused she had that wall she wanted to believe because she needed to believe and at some point if she were president that may inform her decisions she might believe that those people exist she might go to them for foreign policy advice like lord knows how that would influence things yes for sure if you're a gullible person got, you should not I be in I want to keep talking can I flag on the play and empty yeah, my go, bladder go piss Thank man you. see me ladies and gentlemen I could drink coffee right down open this door it's the last door on your left me I drink coffee I can handle it I can keep it together you know my my broadcast such partner in the UFC man, Julia, such you. A I'm feeling sexy now thank you I feel way better um, my broadcast partner in the UFC, Mike Goldberg, who I yeah. love to death, has the smallest bladder of any human being on the planet. It's so bad that we count, me and the sound guys, we have a running count. And sometimes we'll have like a pool. I, I'll say like it'll be over five or over six. He will get up six times during the broadcast to pee. I mean, literally, he will get up, he'll pee, and then he'll run out and he'll pee again. It's crazy. Like, I have video of uh, him in Vegas Getting uh, up and peeing? Getting, no, getting mad. When I said, why do you pee so much? And then he like, you tell Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mad that I bring it up because uh, I was playing uh, a drinking game for a while. I stopped playing the drinking game because I didn't want people to torture him. But the drinking game was every time he would go get up, I would be the guy who was introducing the fighters as they would walk through. It's usually the way it sets up is Mike Goldberg will introduce a fighter. And uh, you know, as the guy's walking into the octagon, it's a couple minutes. So Mike will say the guy's name. He'll maybe say some pertinent facts about the guy, and I will address his strengths as an athlete. I'll address his style and what recently he's coming off of and what I think he needs to do here tonight. And so that people have something to think about when the guy steps into the octagon. They don't just know the guy's name. They also know a little bit about the guy. But when you only hear me talking and I'm like, you know, uh, Alan the Talent Belcher. Alan's fighting out of Duke Rufus. If it's just me talking, that means Goldberg's pissing. And I was saying... Are you throwing crickets in there? Are you saying this is boring? No, no, that's like that's like you only you are talking and Mike's gone. I don't it's think crickets. it works that way, man. That's not the use of crickets. Yeah. It's a roaring arena. There's no crickets. <laughs> Why is he leaving? He's leaving and there's a cricket all of a sudden. It's, it's illogical, son. <laughs> so he runs off yeah. and uh, I say, well, if you're playing the UFC drinking game, time to take a drink, ladies and gentlemen. That's hilarious. And that just, uh, you know, I think that tortured him. I think too many people... Went after him. Uh, by the way, you're in North Carolina this, this Holla, weekend. There's yeah. tickets still uh, still available. Uh, so go to where JoeRogan.net. Yeah, you can go to JoeRogan.net, and the the all the information is also available on my Twitter. If you go to my Twitter page, it's just twitter.com forward slash JoeRogan. I'm in Raleigh. Uh, on Friday night at the Memorial Hall, and then I'm in Asheville on Saturday night at Thomas Wolf. I've been to Raleigh. I love Raleigh. I got to holler at my boy Cliffy B. 
Yeah. Cliffy B from Epic Games. Yeah. Cliffy lives in Raleigh, that fucking savage. Is he coming to the show? Did you talk I gotta, to him? I got to contact him. He emailed me. Is he guesting a show of yours? That's no, awesome. I'm guesting? What is that? Yeah, mean? like coming on like to do a thing, like a live podcast. So no, I don't do live podcasts. I think live podcasts are a ripoff. I'm sorry for all those people out hmm. there that are doing live podcasts, that are making money doing it, but you're charging money to pe- for people to sit down and watch something that's not as entertaining as stand-up comedy in a comedy club. That's how I feel I, about I, it. I, I respect that. I disagree with it. What do you say it is? I think that it's it's a live performance. And like when I did Lead Up, we made sure to make it interactive and to get people on stage and, and make them part of it so it gives them an experience that they can't have. Oh, that's right. You have a whole Imagine. festival about it. Let me just explain yeah. something from a point of view of a stand-up comedian. When I'm on stage sure. and the crowd is – it's a packed crowd and it's 300 people – I know what's the best thing I can do. Right. The best thing I can do is not sit down and have a conversation. The best thing I can do is stand up. And if there was a crowd here while we were doing this, if there was 300 people watching this, I would not be able to have the same sort of conversational tone. I would be hyper aware that all these people are watching and how fucking boring this is into a, a Joe, group that's your of 300 Don't people. Don't project that onto me. How dare you? Whoa, man. <laughs> you just got can fucking I, heavy with me, I, man. Can I just say... It's a whole new fucking world. Like there was, I couldn't. I was trying to actively listen for like the last twenty minutes, and I couldn't, and I couldn't figure out why. And it's because I had to piss so bad. And it wow. reminded me, there's a study that, that that says that if you are driving with an intense need to urinate, it's about as bad as driving drunk. Like your your ability to focus and your reaction times are so impaired yeah. because your body is like empty your fucking bladder. Oh, I believe that. And I was going through that, and I didn't realize it, so I apologize. Dude, but I'm you here now. Doing it's great. a new day. You handled it like a champ. <sighs> I was powering through, man. It was yeah. getting bad. See, there that's why they droplets. invented commercials, because old dudes want to piss a lot. It's also why they invented adult diapers. Yeah. Because but the, the Brian, best. <laughs> Brian used those once. once. Well, people in Times Square use them for New Year's Eve. Oh, and God. everybody knew. Yeah, I was there for New Year's, and I was not interested in watching the ball drop, but everybody that was talking about it was like, get there at 6 or 8 a.m. because you won't get near enough to see anything or experience anything, and you're going to have to stand there all day. And I was like, well, what do you do if you got to go to the bathroom? I'm like, oh, you have to wear diapers. Everybody does, which has now changed my vision of any imagery in Times Square because oh. the people that are up front near the ball drop, they've been waiting since 8 a.m., and they have shit and piss in their drawers. Yeah, and it doesn't help the <laughs> smell. My problem was that it smelled like shit everywhere well, I was. Now at. you know why, <laughs> sir. It no, smells like no, no, the no. pens and Werther's originals no 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 not Times Square he oh, smelled throughout when the city? he shit no when he shit his pants it, it smelled like I shit depends. Oh, he right. was at a, a grocery store right. and he shit his pants Target. Yeah. oh there you go <laughs> yeah you can't there do you that but man. isn't that weird like next time you see the people celebrating in the streets at Times Square just know that a good percentage Ew. of them have a load in their drawers and they're bringing in the new year is that that is so ridiculous is isn't that crazy? something that is like commonly known like I didn't they know, know until how I to went do there. it is there a forum where they meet and they say what kind of depends do you use do you duck Tape it in for <laughs> smell protection. They're like what Disneyland pick- trin- yeah. pin traders talking about strategies. What do you do if you pick up a hot girl and you make out at midnight, like you just meet, and then at the stroke you start making out and you're both wearing diapers? Well, you got to do it. You got to do a diaper swap. Okay. Yeah, you, you have gotta- to start sixty nine. Pull hers off. She pulls oh! yours off, and then you bring it around, and so that way oh, you're wearing her son shit. Son of a bitch. It's like back and forth forever, man. It's the sexiest <laughs> thing ever. Is that a hot dog from Fifth <laughs> Street in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone ate hot peanuts. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone would be into that for someone that would be like oh super there's a sexy. definite community for that fuck yeah there's a lot of people that want to like johnny ball 17 shit. is doing it right now on a free cam show mm, johnny ball seven yeah it's if you could find people that want to get fucked by horses you can find people that want to <sighs> that video when you hear shit. when you hear the point where yeah. the horse is caught oh! yeah you hear that groan and you're like oh that's the last sound you're going to be making for the rest of your life like that is it that, that i want that to be my new text guy. alert i want to hear that whenever someone texts me i wonder what the numbers are of people that have been fucked to death 
by like big animals like horses and shit. Because it's not just that one guy. Not enough. Right. From, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was in traffic for an hour today. More people need to get fucked to death. <laughs> yeah. What are the numbers? I wonder. If Sorry, do we look at we Google that for throughout history. We think more than a thousand. How many people do you think of? Well, I bet. Killed? And especially, well, are the numbers decreasing or are they increasing? Because I think I feel everything's like, increasing because the population's increasing. Sure, but also there wasn't Twitter back then. So mm. what else were you going to do? You got to get fucked by a horse. How many people are else to do? influenced by the ability to put video of them getting fucked by an animal <laughs> online? Well, I know that makes them pull the trigger. The front-facing camera on this thing has me doing more than walking my neighbor's dog, absolutely. It was a conversation that we had yesterday about uh, convincing people to do things that, in the FBI, in entrapping people, is ca- causing more crime oh, yeah. just in order to be able to solve it. Mm-hmm. You know, And that, that's another sign of, of sickness in this crazy world that you can actually talk somebody into doing something fucked up. It's an endemic thing because of the bottom line. They have to justify their jobs and show that they're preventing terrorism. And yeah. the only way to do that in a lot of these cases is to go out and entrap people and create scenarios that they can jump on board with. And the people that are doing it are people that are awesome at going undercover and pretending to be someone else. So they're getting a rush out of that too, by the way. Oh, a rush out of pulling it off. Yeah, well, sometimes... And those are the type of charismatic people that can talk you into doing things you wouldn't have ordered and right. done. Right, well, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes they're taking ex-cons and they're taking people that would normally be, you know, stoolies and mm-hmm. empowering them and saying, you go do all the too, illegal yeah. shit you want to do and we'll back you with the yep. badge. We, did, we so, talked about all this yesterday, unfortunately. We went over it with my friend Tate. We talked mm-hmm. about Whitey Bulger and all the different, you know, the, the guy who was working for the FBI yeah, yeah. was the head of the Boston mob. Yeah, yeah it's it's a mess. It's The, the system is fucking completely ridiculous when it comes to So do to you that. think the feds are running stings where they're encouraging people to fuck horses or get fucked by it horses? Could, I was saying it could be. <laughs> They, they, that is possible. I think someone can talk. I have a joke. Like, where do they recruit at petting zoos? I had a joke in my last special <laughs> about Mormons that Mormons are afraid of gay marriage, and if anybody should be afraid of gay marriage, that it's Mormons. Because if someone could talk you into being a Mormon, they could probably talk you into sucking their dick, and it, it really is right. true. Like, you should be scared. You should be scared. Someone talk you into something completely ridiculous. Someone can talk people into. There's a lot of people out there that are like super persuasive, and they can talk people into doing a lot of things. And so when someone does something and they do it with the aid of someone who happens to be an agent, I used to think that that was bullshit. That person's a criminal. Someone came along. If someone came along to me and told me to blow up the Go Capitol up building, I wouldn't do I'm going to do it. I'm no not going to do it. Yeah, but I'm not an idiot. There's some people out there that are idiots. And it's not fair that someone can come along and convince this idiot that, you know, he is going to defend Islam by giving him a bomb. Like the guy in Dallas where the They're- cops <laughs> providing him with a fake right. bomb. He pressed the button and then they moved in on him and arrested. Yep. They, you, they gave him a fake bomb. They gave him the bomb. They gave him cab fare. They gave him everything he needed to do it. And by the way, there are people listening to this right now that are wearing multiple Q-Ray balance bracelets yeah. because they believe it gives them the power to lift cars yeah. and oh. balance better. Yes. So if people I've can be to convinced to spend... athletes that believe that. Do they really believe it or do they know that they're shilling? Dude, I, I mean, had a guy who I guess tried it's power to placebo, do that to right? me. It's just power of placebo. The, this, guy, this guy Placenta. tried to do that to me. That too. This guy who was a salesman. Mike Goldberg was telling me how great they were. He was wearing one. This uh. guy was like, he got to wear this. This guy's just going to show you. So he brings this guy over. And this guy <laughs> tries some fucking carny tricks on me. Where he like pushes you know? down yeah. on your hands behind yeah. you. Clasp your hands. I'm going to yeah. push down on him. Look, exactly. you tilt it over. He goes, now put the, I go, what are you doing? I go, what are you doing? I go, you're not doing it the same way. I go, your, your angle is different. I go, stand right here. I go, now do it. I go, yeah, man, what are you doing? And I go, and then I looked at the other guy. I go, what are you guys doing? Are you you're playing little carny tricks? Yeah. I go, if you want to do something, I go, let's do it exactly the same way. I go, pull my arm down now. And he couldn't pull my arm down. I go, come on, pull my arm down now. 
Hold on, on I, I put go, on another bracelet. Yeah, I go. Now I, I go. Now, now try to do it. I go. Are you crazy? Yeah. Who who bought this? I'm like, how oh, is anybody millions buying? Millions of people. I'm like, it. you're moving around and showing me different angles. I go, I'm. I'm, I, I do jujitsu. I understand that right. there's leverage. You're changing the leverage points. Some people didn't even get that though. Some but, people got convinced by an infomercial dude, at two a.m. Some people so. fuck that. Some people got convinced by this guy. I was watching people agree with him. Like, yeah, I do have more balance. Right. And I threw a, a fucking wet diaper into the party. I was like, the fuck are you talking man, about? Man, he was man? gonna get the company bonus trip to Cabo, and you ruined his numbers. This guy That's grabbed my hand and like pinned it like to my body, and like was like playing mercy with me, and like lifting my. Now try to resist. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You really? Th- this is some silly shit. If you wanted to prove that it would give you better strength, you would make me lift weights. You would say, lift weights now that you have this break. Well, don't you feel stronger? Right. You know? Come on, you silly bitch. Like, so, if people can be talked into that shit, that shit people can be talked into it's anything. It's an excuse to well, wear jewelry, I think. There's no... It's it not, is. There's really not that fat. It's as fashionable as a crock. I still see people. It's all, I see it all the time. Brody. But, but what it is, is is a psychological tool. There's something that... Uh, it's a placebo. You, yes, but in that respect, for some reason... It seems to work, you know, with with athletes even. There was a measurable difference even in people that thought that it was a placebo, even in people that went in with a preconceived notion that it was a placebo, knowing that they were probably right, still had a benefit of it because they were trying to convince themselves that it works. Did, did so, we talk about the blood pressure placebo trial the last time I was here? No. They, it, it was a, you might want to, it's worth, it's worth Googling. The, I'll give you the fuzzy cliff notes of it. But basically they did a study where they gave people a placebo and told them that it was a real pill that was going to, a real pill that was going to lower their heart rate and their blood pressure and work miracles for them. Then they gave another group the same pill it was a sugar water pill, and they said, this is a placebo. This pill does nothing. Yes. But we're doing this study to mm-hmm. see if it will lower your blood pressure. It did. It did lower it in the people that even that were told it was a placebo. Mm-hmm. And when the, en- when the trial ended, they said, okay, that's it. Thank you. The people revolted. And they said, what are you doing? My, my blood pressure is going to go back up. I need this pill. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's a placebo. It does nothing. The pill does nothing. And they had to start manufacturing placebo pills This is the same for story. This trial you're, you're giving a detailed is a, okay. description. It's the exact same story. Yeah. I just I simplified it. Um, but you made it much more clear. That That is, there's something weird with our brains. There's something weird with our brains when we believe things. Yeah. You know, because I think that reality is more malleable than we think it is. You know, there, there, we've, we've, we've shown that there's, certain, there's a certain amount of uh, effect, positive energy and mood can have on people. And there's a certain amount of effect, true belief in something can have on your environment. There's something weird going on with the mind that's it's not it quite as simple as we'd like to think it is. It's not one plus one equals two. It's one plus one equals two, but if you believe in magic, it might equal five. <laughs> right. You can, have, you know? a, you can yeah. have a magic variable in your equation that can yeah. change the outcome yeah, <laughs> of there's, the algorithm. There's, there's, b- belief in yourself is a strange thing. Belief right. in things is that's a That's why I tell thing. people don't believe in yourself. Well, don't believe Stop it. it. Don't believe in anything yeah. or anyone, and you but will no, you'll be free. But no, because if you <laughs> believe in things, it can empower you. That's Absolutely. what's really no. fucked up. Positive energy begets... Po- where does positive... It's not as simple as positive energy, though. It's not like that's sort of some hippie idea... Is it, though? ...ideology. What's the difference of thinking think positive? positive? It's not just thinking positive. It's thinking specifically about certain results... And thinking, but positive it's thinking and moving in that them. direction. Well, certainly you it's can't like just sit a, there and wish. Yeah, but I'm saying that there's some sort of a magical combination that, when when used, is greater than the sum of its parts. 
and that there's something to the human mind that affects reality in a way that I don't think we've totally measured yet. I think that I think there's there's you know how you well, there go- there have been studies that show that people that undergo surgery where there's a certain rehab time if they believe in the power of prayer they tend to heal quicker and fuller faster. Sure. So there is clearly there's some right. quantifiable evidence. So you should believe in something. You know even believing in something that's bullshit like if it empowers you there's something weird about that. You there's should be wearing a Q ray balance rubber bracelet. bracelets. For some weird people, it's what they needed. It's that that trigger that they needed to fire up that certain part of their brain that gives you the green light to expect certain results. They needed a totem. Like, I can't believe that just the power of thought will be enough to compel me into a positive or propel me into a positive direction. But you give me a rubber trinket that I can now attach that positivity to, and I go, oh, I believe that, because that's a thing that has a, a, an alloy in it, something, an earth crystal. It's something it's where some the people. mind gets the green light. Right. You know, what, what, I realize that there's some... When I was a kid, when I was competing in uh, Taekwondo, when I was 19 years old, I went to watch the World Cup. Like, I had um, a run from the time when I was 17 till I was 21. I won the Massachusetts State Championship every year. And then one year, I won the U.S. Open. I came in second in the U.S. Cup. I was, like, really highly ranked nationally. And that year was the year that I went to watch the World Cup because I went to Colorado Springs, and I saw, like, the best fighters in the world. And I came back from just watching it, and all of a sudden, I was, like, a year better. It was like I had made this huge leap. Right. And I had a friend of mine who was uh, – who his name was Jung-Sik, Jung-Sik Chang. He was a kid was a fucking – he was a maniac. This guy was a – uh, a, a, a student he was a, um, a medical student he was going through his internship and training to be on the US Olympic Taekwondo team at the same time he was a fucking savage just the most hardest working kid I've ever met in my life guy, guy slept three hours every night would train like a fucking madman um, but we were talking about it. He, he goes, what happened? He goes, what ha- how did you get so good? What happened? And I'm like, I don't know. I went to this one place and I hit this new level. It's like I was like this really good local guy. And then I went and I watched the world championships, or the world cup rather. And then all of a sudden I was like world class. You know, it, was, it happened like overnight. It happened so quick. It was, it was I realized what was possible. I saw those guys move and I went, oh, you can move faster. You could do this more. You could do that more. And, uh, but just by having a new model in my mind, right. my physical body caught up to that model like almost instantly. It's like I had already had the physical capability, but I hadn't seen it yet. So I didn't know where my, you know, I didn't know what was possible until it was shown right. to me. Yeah, you had a barrier based off your body and then you saw... You saw that that, that that bar can be raised. You went, oh, yeah. okay, I'll just go up there now. Well, I also saw that those guys would fuck me up. I, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you watch things right. objectively, if you're a competitor, the most important part of getting better is you've got to know how bad you are right now. You've got to know what you suck at. You've got to know where your holes are. You've got to know what mistakes you make. And if you don't see that, the enemy can see that. I can see that in other people immediately. And I'm like, man, if I can't see that in myself, that's a fucking horrible, horrible handicap. So you look at these guys, and I, I went and watched these guys. I remember like going, this guy would fuck me up. This guy would fuck me up. That guy would knock me out. I was like, this guy wouldn't want to fight with him. Right. I was like, shit. And I just realized that there is a whole... No- so all of a sudden, I was doing things that I could never do before. And I, I, I remember thinking, like, what was holding me back? Was it just that I hadn't seen it? 
And then I remember the thing about the four-minute mile. Nobody thought we could ever, a human being could ever run faster than a four-minute mile. It's just, right. It just wasn't beyond our capabilities. Then one guy did it, and then all of a sudden, a gang of people did it like immediately. Right. It's like all of a sudden, these uh, new levels get set and new barriers get broken. There's, there's something to it that's not just physical. There's something to it where the, the belief and the, the, when the mind has new information, it changes the reality. So where do you draw the line in, in, in if you say it's if you can say all right someone who has this belief or someone who has these thoughts that that empowers them and it's positive for them when do you go well but your belief is wrong you know the the, the one that you have mm-hmm. that empowers you and 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 propels you in positive directions that you you know that you give credit to for the positivity in your life when do you go okay well that's wrong though because that's I can good prove question. that it doesn't exist or because I can prove that it was made up by somebody you know at what point then you have the right to say that about a, someone else's belief. You don't. Well, right. a lot of people look. You know, whether it's the flying spaghetti monster or whether it's uh, you know the Mormonism, the, the or Christianity, or, the or a Q-ray bracelet. Yeah, there's something that is empowering about having belief. And I've seen people. One of the things I was scared of when I was a kid and I was competing, I was scared of competing against religious guys. Because I, I felt like they believed something more than I did. They have like, God I, in I their was, corner. Yeah, I was filled with doubt about, about you know, I was an idiot, first of all. And I was filled with doubt about, you know, what would happen when I die, my mortality, whether I'm a good person or not. Mm-hmm. And I would meet people that were like, when I would see guys like reading the Bible before they would fight, it would scare the shit out of me. It was like one thing that really, there was a guy named Clayton. I think his name was Clayton Barber. He was uh, one of the top level guys in, in my division. And he was, uh, he was an army guy and he was super religious. It was like super, and I scared the shit out of me. I was terrified of him. He wasn't even the most dangerous guy. He was sure. just, to me, he was scary because... He was too religious. It was just too creepy. A lot of people, you know, they, a lot of people say that religion is what compels them to do great mm. things. Religion or is also strong things. enough to to, to have yeah. them fly planes into buildings. So exactly. if that if, if if a book and a and a philosophy can make somebody do that, Lord knows what it can make them do to you in the ring. When you say fly planes into buildings, you're completely discounting what we have. The documents that show <laughs> remote control planes are the only way you can get a plane to make those kind of turns. There's too much information. Do you believe that? How much corruption do you believe there is in 9 11? Um, I don't know. I, but all I know oh. is what, what did I, did I just, is from what the was past. That? Oh, was that a Pandora's box? Did I, did I just. Yeah, he wants to talk about farts. That's what it means. <laughs> hey, good fart story. Um, we can talk about Olive Garden. There's, there's corruption in government, no, no question about it. All you need to know is there's no reason to ever tell you the exact story. So any story that happens, whether it's the way we killed Osama bin Laden, which, by the way, we've already had a, a difference in the story from one of the actual SEALs who was on site yeah. who killed Osama bin Laden. There's a difference book? between his story and the official story that the government has put out. Did you read now, his book? No, I didn't. Keep, and now, when you go back into the past and look at the Pat Tillman story, and you realize that they lied about what happened to uh, the American hero and football star Pat Tillman, who was killed by friendly fire, who they think may have been actually murdered because he was complaining too much about the war. He was a real patriot who went over there because he thought he was going to defend us against the terrorists. And when he got there, he realized it was a massive clusterfuck and was talking about it quite openly. And then he gets shagged by shagged? No, shanked. Fragged. Yeah, fragged. Frag's the word. 
um, he gets killed, and they make a total Completely lie. lie Completely lie. Happened. Jessica Lynch is another story. Jessica Lynch, who's a woman that they said they had to take out in an you know an, an armed uh, insertion to uh, remove her from you know her, her she was rescued by uh, you know high level guys when she was being kidnapped. She wasn't being kidnapped. She was being in, she was in a hospital being treated. The the whole they they lie. They just lie. And I don't think it's it's. I'm not blaming soldiers. I'm blaming the the very people at the top of the command who are doing this, who've always been doing it like this. They they did it since Operation Dirty Trick. You know, when John Glenn first went into space, if John Glenn died, they were going to blame it on the Cubans. They were going to concoct evidence, and this has all been proven. Right. They were going to concoct evidence, they were going to blame it on the Cubans, and they were going to go, well, look, we've got a win-win situation here. They send this fucking guy into orbit. If, <laughs> if he blows up, we just go fuck up Cuba, right. and everybody's happy. And it's called a catalyst. It's called the way people who have ultimate control run business. You know, this this country has always been run by that. So when something like 911 happens and you look at all the potential fuckery that could have taken place from the fact that people were um, gambling uh, and, and betting on uh, airlines failing right after or, or right before it happened, that there was a massive amount of money that was, was moved around. Insurance seemed, policies taken out for buildings yeah, in the area. Seems, the fact that evidence was destroyed minutes after the event. This uh, seems to indicate lot. that there's a lot of room for potential fuckery. And if you add that to what we know has happened in the past, I throw my hands up and I go, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what happened, but I am not willing to ever stop and say that the government is, on this occasion, is telling 100% of the truth right that even though they haven't done it in the past and even though they've been lying about the iran contra scandal and even though they lied about virtually every fucking thing that has ever happened overseas whether it's you know fucking gulf of tonkin whether it's what, what the reason why they pulled all their battleships out of world war ii out of um, uh, out of uh, pearl, pearl harbor, harbor we knew before pearl it happened. Was happening. yeah we, they let it they happen. received notice they we needed a, a catalyst to get us involved in that war i told that to g gordon liddy i said you know they were saying that on the history channel i had g gordon liddy was on fear factor yeah he almost won he just can't see at night his fucking oh, vision really? sucks yeah so he crashed his car did he have to eat weird shit or anything and uh who's the guy who won he was like a a fucking he he was like a really big star in in the like the 70s and then he became a drug addict he was like a god damn it can't remember his fucking name shit it's like some, a weird, obscure guy, some singer guy. All right. I want to say Jared Leto, but it's not him. <laughs> he is not obscure. His music is powerful. Amazing. His music moves mountains, you asshole. But he's like that kind of a guy. Um, but uh, G. Gordon Liddy, you know, I, I, I had a conversation with him about it. He's like, well, I don't, I don't believe that's true. But hmm, that's what they're saying on the History Channel. <laughs> right. That's what you history know? is saying. Yeah, it's like they're, they're saying that they decoded Japanese. Uh, that's one of the reasons why they, they left certain ships and they took out like some of the big battleships they got they like they, they allowed that to happen so that we could have an excuse to get into world war ii right which ultimately i guess was probably a good thing you know it would suck if the nazis actually did win i mean is, is that possible that we could have like a fucking star wars type situation where the you know where the nazis like get into a position where they can have a fucking death star you know i mean wow. It did we're get, building our way towards it. We're gonna we're gonna build the Death Star. We've already got flying drones. Dun, 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 We've already got dun, the drones. Dun, we're getting dun. there, man. Yeah, they didn't even think of that in Star Wars. They didn't right? think there'd be thirty thousand drones in the air. Yeah, why would you need people in these Tie Fighters and X Wings? Star Wars didn't even have Google. Use the they didn't even have Google in Star Wars. They had Stupid the Force. Bitches. They didn't need it, man. Yeah, they had the Force. Pretty. By sweet. the way, bro, you got the Force too. 
the force is what we were talking about. Yeah. The force is the belief and the ability, you know, to, to accomplish things. It's funny, on the power of like positive thought, I used to be one of those guys that was, um, and I, it wasn't, I wasn't something I was consciously doing, but in, in my youth, I was, I would be jealous of people that had success or sometimes be angry that someone did something creative mm. as opposed to appreciating that and supporting them and, and being genuinely excited for them. And I had to like, root that out of myself and examine that and go, where is this coming from? And, you know, seeds of insecurity and all sorts of stuff. And once I was able to, to look at it for what it was, that sunlight disinfected it. And now being genuinely excited for people that are doing awesome things and being positive about that has fundamentally changed my life. Yes. And I've seen that in only the last few years. So fully subscribe to that. I have talked about that on this podcast many, 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 many times. The difference between the way I looked at things as a young man who hadn't really accomplished much or mm-hmm. you know, was really insecure to the way I, I handle things now. And somewhere along the line, I sort of figured it out. Somewhere in my 20s, I figured out that it was just a weakness. But I, I'm really self Critical. So I had pointed that out. And so I would see that in other people where they would be hating on other folks. And I'd be like, man, you're fucking yourself. You don't even realize you're fucking right. yourself. We should all be elevating ourselves, all mm-hmm. of us. And, uh, you know, that sort of became the idea of what we do with this whole crew of us that we call the death squad. I mean, that's really what it is. It's like we all support each other and we all like get psyched for each other. There's no one like Ari Shafir right now is number one on iTunes, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, bump. yeah, we we talked about it yesterday on the podcast, and boom, his new CD is number one, and it's fucking hilarious. Ari's worked very hard, and we we started taking him on the road when he was basically he was an employee at the comedy store, and he was just starting to do like real like fifteen and twenty minute sets many 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 years ago. So to see him now headlining like major clubs and having the number one CD on iTunes, it's fucking amazing. But that pumps us all up, you know. And number two is Tommy Segura, and number who's also our buddy. What is his White Girls with Cornrows? Yeah, yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> Tommy Segura is one of the best fucking comics in the country right now. He's so underrated. He is fucking hilarious. I'm not familiar with him. I have to check it out. Oh my god, he's funny. He's yeah. he, and he's a great guy. And his shit is number two. And then Joey Diaz is like number three or number four. Yeah. And Joey's been number one for months. It's it's incredible. But it, it benefits all of us. It pumps us all up. Starting it, a podcast here next week. You fucking Can I do it? Can are. We do it? How do we do it? Absolutely. Do I need right a logo here. and some Photoshop. Dude, done. all we need is Kevin Pereira gets right. shit done. Let's do it next week. Yes. I see. Yes. Yeah. I love this. Good. Excellent. Fist we, to the man. We will now work together. Good night time. Is the <laughs> Kevin right Pereira, time. you are officially death squad now. I love it. You're in. Is there a, uh, is there a, a hazing? Cat t-shirt? Do I get no. No, you just got to send us a picture of your day. got to hug Brian. Absolutely. It's uncomfortable after the first 30 minutes. Oh, it's a prolonged tantric hug? Hold him for one one hour. Does he go through stages of emotion? Like he'll cry for a little bit, oh, then he'll get aroused, then he'll yeah. get angry. Well, he'll start telling stories of his youth that you think are made up. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it. We, you know, it's 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 very hard for people who don't have things going on in their life to be happy. For people right. who do, you gotta be you gotta use that shit as inspiration, man. When you see someone win an Emmy and you're like, I want, I need to write a script. Get up and write that fucking script. Don't hate on the guy who created Sex in the City or you know, the woman who created. I don't know who this. You know, I, I don't know why I said Sex in the City. What am I living in? The fucking, <laughs> I just went back in time because it's a phenomenal series. You don't uh, don't hate on Louis C.K. for just winning the- two Emmys. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. But I love the shot of him in the crowd with the two Emmys at his feet, and he's just tweeting. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. He's yeah. just a, it's almost like he could care less, but you know yeah. he loves it. But he's just, yeah, I'm just it's beautiful. A tweet. Well, love you know, it. he's he's the real deal, and he's a hardworking guy. And Brilliant. so, 
you should be excited about that. You should see that guy, and you shouldn't say, "Man, he's got this going on, and I can't even get a middle spot." At you know, right? You gotta you just gotta work, man. You just gotta work, you know. But you'll find it gets a lot easier yeah. to do that work, and you find a lot more support when uh-huh. you're not pissed at people and jealous for their success. It makes you way better, and it's easier to be creative. The, one of the hardest parts of being creative is if you're in, in tension with someone, or you have issues, or you're jealous, or you're, you have any sort of negativity. It's very difficult to be creative with any sort of negativity in your life, because you know, that becomes the blaring focus. Instead of letting the mind relax and go into these weird sort of patterns of thoughts that create creativity especially comedic creativity i was gonna say like you can create great music because you're pissed at an ex-girlfriend or you have a heroin problem but it's really hard to make comedy how many great songs have been written by dudes who are just trying to get a girl back probably a lot right countless so sad i love that 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 i also love that drugs have shaped the design and sound of music throughout time like there have been there's been studies that show that you know cocaine makes you more sensitive to higher frequencies and that's why a lot of the music from the 80s had the treble blasted way up because dudes were just blown out on coke at the mixing board going yeah give me that cymbal give me that guitar scream high end got it man got it man i just finished the dirt for teacher the motley crew the motley crew tales have you read that it's uh, no. brilliant. Really? Brilliant. It's, Is it really? Neil Strauss wrote it. I mean, it's very well written, and it tells you the perspective. I'm not even a Motley Crue fan. I barely know their music. But the, the stories in here seem unbelievable, but as you flip the page, you get the same tale, but from another band member's perspective. Oh. Oh. And so by the third chapter, you've got real perspective on incidents that happened of, like, girls being stuffed into litter boxes <laughs> and guys ODing what? in the back of cars. Oh, yeah. Like, crazy shit. Blowjobs and private jets while people are overdosing. Like, right. it's it's, it's as song. rock and roll as rock and roll gets. Oh, wow. That's the program, by the way, you were talking about oh, earlier. Oh, the one that stitches, that stitches everything in together. Oh, that's it's, another one, because that is oh, definitely not, not the name the of it, one? but that's awesome. Yeah. V.Y. Clone, Vi-clone? it's called. Yeah. There's, there's multiple. work on uh, all platforms. It shows yeah, it, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Apple store. store. Look at that but fake iPhone out. that shows it. See, these are a bunch of people. All their oh, videos wow. are connecting. How great is that? That's amazing. But that song sucks a bag of dicks. What are you talking about, man? Kill that song. That was dope. Yeah, the fucking was that Buena Vista Social the Club? It's amazing. I love that. Speaking of songs, everybody keeps asking, when is this fucking end of the world party tickets going on sale? What? They're going on sale this Friday, and it'll be Honey Honey, Joe Diaz, Doug Stanhope, Woo-hoo. and myself, December twenty first, two thousand twelve, at the Wiltern Theater in L.A. Come celebrate the end of the world, bitches. We're going down swinging. We're going down with mushrooms and whiskey. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're going to throw them out to the crowd. Confusing like messages. Johnny no, Fungi Seed. Look, this is the uh, this is the big date that all these uh, crazy people and Terrence McKenna have been predicting of some real change. And I don't I don't believe that anything real is going to happen unless maybe we make something real happen. Maybe but you think, are the one, Neil. Maybe you're the reason. You've got the touch. But dude, close, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what is going to happen, though, is we're going to have a good fucking time. And Stan Hope and I are talking about, yeah, December 21st. That's the end of the Mayan calendar. That's the, that's the day. The, the end of the Fuck. long count. I'm not going to see 30. You will. Yeah, you will. It's not no. going to end. It's all going to end. No, I don't buy it. I think we're going to pull it out. You know what I think? I think there's a battle right now between idiocy and technology. And I firmly believe that things improve. And without any source of... If we can avoid nuclear war and cataclysmic impacts by, you know... Asteroids and... Super volcanoes. Shit along those lines. But we also have to accept the fact that the more data comes in, the more we realize there are certain parts of the planet that are habitable and then become inhabitable. 
And we have to fucking accept that. And we need to start thinking about that here in Southern California. When it gets 110 fucking 30, 40, 50 days in a row, at a certain point in time, you got to go, what if, what if it gets to 130? What if it gets to 150? Right. What are we doing? Are we going to stay here and like wear suits on our way to the, you know, everywhere we go so that we stay alive? Like, the gray well, alien yeah. sleeve. We'll have to be buying those from Apple. What are we going to do if, the, if, if there really is, this is the precursor to an ice age? And what if the, the, the shift comes like in dramatic form like they believe it has all throughout history. Like the end of the, the last ice age abruptly happened, including massive extinction events like the woolly mammoth, saber-toothed tiger, all sorts of animals just disappeared off the face of the earth. And we got to accept the fact that that shit could happen here. Just because we have a database of a couple of thousand years of civilization and all living in these same continents, we also have a fucking map of Greenland that they don't really understand where these people, excuse me, not Gr- Greenland, uh, Antarctica. There's a map of Antarctica that th- came from the 1500s that is a very detailed map of the perimeter, and it's, it's correct, and, and they don't know who the fuck charted this thing because Antarctica's been frozen for God knows how long, and they, the, the, the suspicion is that at some point in time, Antarctica was actually inhabitable. And there's all these sites that say there's pyramids on Antarctica that they're discovering, but I don't, I don't buy that. Mm. That seems like fuckery. It seems like some horseshit. Little Yeti homes. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm, I'm completely convinced that in the course of human history, the hundreds of thousands of years that have been things that are remotely close to what we look like, we've had to flee. You know, we've had to get the, North America was covered in ice, a mile high sheet of ice. The Great Lakes were created by all this. Giant boulders were moved. This, mm-hmm. this huge slab of ice comes down. It's a mile high, and it pushes slowly across the land, literally erasing everything in its sight. you got to get the fuck out of there, you know, and that, that easily could happen to us again. It's interesting to think, like, if there were another catastrophic environmental event that wiped us out, if, if thousands of years go on and another human civilization is spawned and birth, like, what relics they would find? Because they might not ever know that we developed the Internet, that we had <laughs> iPhones, that we had anything else. They would get, you know, guns, maybe, maybe a clay pot or two. But they wouldn't really have a knowledge of our civilization because well, of the way we're storing it. What the fuck? Yeah, they would be fucked. There was, yeah, well, that's exactly what they believe happened you know, to the people that built Baalbek in Lebanon mm-hmm. where they have these 10-foot-tall t- stones that are 70, 100 feet long. And they don't even know how the fuck they got them there. They don't even know when they got them there. They have no idea. And that's the, the really extreme people that believe in the, the but, ancient civilization's advancement. They, that's their idea is that we lost all the glass and metal and all gets absorbed. You know, we uh, we showed a Blendtec blender yeah. blending an iPhone. We showed a video yeah, of that yesterday. Yeah, it turns yesterday. into a fine dust. It's amazing. And, like, what do you think would happen if that iPhone got in the bottom of a glacier and it's a mile high and it's moving, you know, a foot a year, whatever the fuck it does, just crushing everything in front of it, trillions of tons of mm-hmm. ice? You wouldn't get much more than that either. It would just crush it down to nothing. You mentioned, nothing though, you mentioned this war between, uh, like, uh, you, I think, it, like, ignorance or stupidity and yeah. technology. Yeah, and that's the battle. That is, it, is, it's, it is a huge battle, but what concerns me, and I'm, I am fundamentally an optimist, but I always, I always raise a flag when I can, and what concerns me is technology's role in dumbing people down, that its role, its role as a propaganda machine, astroturfing, mm-hmm. you know, where you can make it look like the opinions of many are something just with a click of a mouse. There are companies that are designed to do this, where you can disseminate information, people can live in their bumble, bubble, where if... If, uh, it, let's say, a Republican Googles something or a Democrat Googles something, their results are filtered and different from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, this is happening today. I so- see that, but I also, and I, I agree with you that that is a, 
concern, but I also see that the free distribution of information ultimately will balance that out because I see that what's going on now is more skepticism, more intolerance to corruption, more understanding of the corruption itself than it's ever existed before, and that is because of the internet. Right, but have you read YouTube comments? Like that's, and I, no, but I mean, as much yeah. as that's a joke, like that skepticism is being fueled and powered and growing exponentially on both sides of every issue. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the commentary and the dissection and the editing of information, mm-hmm. which is prevalent now, you, people, people seek out voices that, that, that speak that to the opinion that they want to have. Yeah, That so is true for now, happening. but I think people are better today at, I know I am certainly better today at seeing contrary points to sure. seeing, seeing information that doesn't jive with me. Because and you I, seek them out though. Yeah, it's because I seek them out, but I think that's a trend that we could set in all sorts of people. I hope. I think the only way to really truly benefit is to actually truly benefit. And the only way to truly benefit is to to be honest and real and to know what is going on, not to have a distorted perception of what's going on, because you can only live in that distortion for so long before you go fucking insane. And even people that are insane wish they weren't. And I think there is a way that we can all figure out how to get through this and not be insane. And the only way is truth, reality, and objective thinking. I think the internet facilitates that in a way that nothing else before has. I think the internet gives and it's only people been an here ability for a couple of decades. Sure. I think it hasn't even had a chance to set trends in the future generations of humanity, which I think are inevitable. I think what we're dealing with is the adolescence of the internet, the adolescence of like, I always refer to today as the roaring 20s, the digital era, and that eventually we're going to figure this out and get it locked down, but it's going to define who human beings are. It's going to define them in a way that didn't before. The access to information from the time they're a young child and the ability to disseminate information Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and, and double and triples check things and there's people like WikiLeaks and there's people like Anonymous that are on top of shit to make sure that everybody knows the truth and I think that will spawn others and I think that is the trend of the future the trend of the f- future is the truth and well, I think that's all being distributed through the internet and I, changing I changing generations again as a, as, as a fundamental optimist and uh, an advocate for technology I agree and I hope but with that said just as uh, the internet's ability to distribute information and disseminate truth it's also in its infancy to distort and to deliver messages to people that are targeted and false. Sure, but that requires and that conspiracy. And the conspiracy well, doesn't history, necessarily there's been nothing but conspiracy. It's conspiracy doesn't necessarily empower the individual. And the individual is the one who's going to break the conspiracy, much like WikiLeaks, much like that Bradley Manning guy did. The people are going to realize that it does not benefit them to to help this big giant group of cunts. You know, and I think that is a trend. I or think- that giant group of cunts will use astroturfing and the technology available to deliver a specific message to them on the channels that they're getting it so that either A, they believe it's truth, mm-hmm. or they feel like they need to believe it for their security or for a myriad Maybe. reasons. Maybe. Uh, Again, my I'm my argument is that it's going to be harder and harder to do that. I'm just saying we need to be vigilant. Yes. Ever vigilant. Yes, I agree with which you. Which is why I'm starting a podcast Fuck on Death yeah, Squad son. next week. Kevin Pereira stepped up <laughs> to the plate, kid. Yeah, I'm only uh, going to talk about fisting and cake farts. That's yeah. all you need to talk about. That's all really. Everything else is to. redundant. Cake farts is still one of my favorite videos. It's about fun, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this life is. It's. I mean, you want to break it down to hippie positive energy. You want to break it down to that. That is one way to look at it. Although it's sort of been that idea has been tainted by yoga instructors trying to fuck their students. There's there's <laughs> right. more to it. 
And by, you know, Coca-Cola saying that that Coke will deliver a smile. If you want fun, buy our product. Yeah. It's possible that, that some products do deliver fun, though, right? They do. Have you tried Oxycontin? What about your A7? Oh, my God. So much fun. It's an Audi we're talking about. So if much not, fun. If you're like, it's what a is spaceship this? on what wheels. What is an A7? It is a spaceship. Yeah, rich guys talking about cars. That's what the <laughs> folks need in this world. That's real change. It's Obama. aspirational programming. How dare you? I'm sad. I'm sad that it's just Obama. And I, I thought when Obama came into office that we were going to have like a real. Wasn't there a moment where you really yeah. thought like, holy you shit. You know why I thought too? And it wasn't because I believed the, the campaign. I really believe that we would see change because his first campaign was funded by the people. Yeah. And, you know, again, money and politics is the root of so many evils, lobbyists, super PACs, all that shit is the root of so many evils that I thought like, here is a guy who's going to be beholden to us. Right. Because we put him there. I personally well, I donated. He's a young guy. He's get, comes from a single mom. He's yep. half black. Yep. He's been he's, through the he's system. He's not an elitist. Right. He's not some blue blood cunt that went to school in Connecticut. Right. Yeah, I thought this is this is our chance. I thought this was really going to be a chance. And the Bush Cheney administration was oh. clearly evil. I mean, you could be a Republican all day, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a, a fan of civil liberties, if you are a fan of uh, of people looking out for people, how the fuck could you be a fan? Of Dick Even Cheney? on the fiscal side, fiscal yeah. conservatism, like yeah. they blew up the budget yeah, they with went unfunded crazy. wars and everything else. So. Uh, pretty insane, and it was pretty telling that they none of them were at the RNC. Well, it's a, not and a it's single one of them. Not was a single out. one of them. Yeah, erase those it's, memories. Isn't that hilarious? You would think that the last sitting president, the last sitting president, two term president, the whole cabinet. would be someone that they would bring out. No, they are avoiding any mention of George W. He might be insane by now. Who knows? When was the last time you saw him get interviewed? He might be out. He's of on a room. ranch right now. He's doing fine. I think he's got to have. There's got to be some disconnect in order for you to be a guy who's responsible for the death of hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. There's got to be some sort of a disconnect. And ultimately, I think that's probably what fucked Ronald Reagan's head over. I think that it, it fucks up a lot of people. That's look. Johnny Cochran and Robert Kardashian, both those guys died young of like brain tumors. Okay, why? Because they got O.J. Simpson off. They they know oh, they did something evil. Yeah, they know they know they did something some evil shit. They had I mean when you get brain tumors, two guys get brain tumors. They die of I think they both got brain tumors. Is that the case? Um, well, that either way, proven in a court they're of both law. young. They both died young. I mean, that's your 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 health pays a fucking price for that shit. I'm not I'm not saying that that's the reason why. Studies on that, like where people have to lie during a study or do something that they believe is morally wrong, and then they test their physical health to see if that knowledge, if those secrets, weighs on them because it must. I'm sure it does. It has to have a load bear on your soul. It's got to. It's it fucks people over, man. You've seen people's faces when they've, they've gone through scandal right. and they're dealing with negative negative energy becomes real. Talk to Jamie Kilstein. I want to negative energy will fucking come down on you for real has there been a study on memory call uh, memory recall and uh, memory call of those who are documenting an experience versus those who are actively participating in it like for example if i'm at a concert or if i'm uh, at any event and i'm too busy taking photos for instagram and tweeting about it and snapping photos and whatever yes i can look at those memories and i have recall of those memories but how active is my memory of that event and you know how, on what scale would I rate that experience it, it, versus being present and enjoying it's it? It's extremely subjective. Depends on the individual. Depends on how they viewed the past, whether or not they've had traumatic experiences at any sort of event before, whether or not they've had a reason to look at things in great detail. They've also shown that people can experience things and then if there's uh, a certain amount of time where someone introduces something that didn't actually happen into right. their thoughts and then revisits it with the same information 
information later that these people will agree that something happened that didn't happen. Right. So they'll intentionally inject, in, especially during emotionally charged events, mm-hmm. they'll intentionally inject some sort of a fake memory into someone's mind, and later that becomes real. And that's what the people have argued about OJ, that OJ actually does believe that he didn't kill them after a while, that like you might even be able to fucking f- pass a polygraph, Poly- yeah, test, polygraph test after a certain test, yeah. time. Oh, you can absolutely introduce false memories by asking leading questions. Yeah, about the oh, guy sure. in the white hat. What guy? In the, you know the guy in the white hat. Oh, of course there was a guy in a white hat there because now you're asking. Well, me you know that whole about story that. about those uh, people that were wrongly convicted of uh, child molestation. They were running a daycare center and they they had c- talked all these kids into t- coming up with stories of someone touching them, mm-hmm. and it was all fa- false. It was all bullshit. But they had introduced it into ch- a, a child's brain. And like, there's one thing to talk about memories and how uh, tricky that can be. Because on, on one hand. There are memories in my life that I have that I can tell you with absolutely no uncertainty whatsoever that I remember exactly what happened. But there's some that I'm like, man, it's like a, fl- uh, a like flash show in my head. It's like a snapshot show. I see right. like a slide here, a slide right. and there. And if I can in- interpolate that for you and say, well, in between slide A and slide B, this event happened, you might actually connect those mm-hmm. dots and go, oh, I guess your event did happen because I could see that being part of the progression sort of and things get recalibrated too like right. I remember I had a particular image of the house where I grew up in and then I went back and saw it recently and I was like oh yeah okay it was over here now always oh, it was this way you know it was like I had to recalibrate and now mm-hmm. I have the revised version I have the all updated the updated memory yeah, <laughs> I have everything put into place but if you had made me like draw my street before I might have fucked it up entirely right. you know I might have had different people's houses on the wrong sides and where well the bridge is over to the left. Fuck, I thought it was over here. You know, you can you can twist shit up and make it real inside your stupid head. You know, <laughs> and maybe that's that's one of the benefits of the upgrade when we're going to be able to video record everything twenty four seven. Yeah, and people are. It's going to start out with Google goggles, then work its way to a chip that you put in your eyeballs. It'll be contact lens with OLED, and then you won't even need the lens. Who's going to be the first person that lets their eyes get cut out for some new eyeballs that we've invented that are way better? That's going to happen. I'm reading a book about that right now. It's a fictional tale about a guy who loses his leg in a traumatic accident, but he's an engineer working at this future kind of biotech company. So he designs a better leg and then gets addicted to the fact that his bionic leg has better features and can do certain things that his real leg can't. So he cuts off his real leg the other one so he can have two bionic legs but then he's like well if my legs are better why don't i cut off my arm oh my god it's like it's that whole cycle repeating itself it's fucking awesome jesus yeah Yeah, you would think the six million dollar man would not be happy with just a good right hand you know he throws a (laughs) shitty jab and behind (laughs) comes the right hand of doom that could punch right through your head there's a great video of people throwing baseballs with their non-dominant hands i don't know if you've seen it but it's it's hilarious like the 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 weakling little throw and the awkward motion that if you try to do anything with your non-dominant hand if I had a bionic arm. We were talking about this the other day. Do you guys think you can masturbate using your non-dominant hand? Like I, I, if, from, I can. From Absolutely. That's yeah, the one. Course, the one point. Po- masturbation is just this. It's not a lot of work. It feels weird to me. Playing pool left-handed is really fucking hard. I play really You're good much right-handed. Just jerking off with a cue stick, though. That's all you. That's that motion. Awkward. You were just doing a euro grip. Yeah, but it's that's not. It's it's how you 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 judge. The, the plane of your, your arm, like how it's in, it has to be, you have to be in control of the speed of the motion. Right. And there's a lot of fine motor skill movements going on there. I but just, it's nothing compared to drawing. I can, I can shoot pool, I can make certain shots with my left hand. I can't draw with my left hand at can all. Can you write? Like, you can do Fucking yeah. barely. My, it doesn't listen. But every guy is ambidextrous this, when it comes to jerking off. No, not yes? really. Yes. Come on. It's every, every guy can switch hit. I can't. Mm, barely, what? Barely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. if there was nothing in front of me, 
I like, and I had my imagination with my right hand. I could, you know, do it. On my left hand, I think from scratch with nothing in front of me. I don't think I could even. You need a balance bracelet. I, I disagree. I disagree. I know you could do it. You would just have to be horny enough. See, when you say from scratch, you're talking about your right. regular life, which you beat off like a fucking spider monkey right. every three or four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, that you need a highly tuned jerk off hand for right. that kind of beating right. off. <laughs> you're a guy who watches porn all the time. You bang porn stars. <laughs> You know, you got a lot of ridiculousness going on in your situation that doesn't, you know, but if you were like a guy who couldn't ever get laid and you couldn't, you didn't have access to porn and you weren't jerking off, no flashlights, and you, you went without beating off for like two weeks and then someone said, here, here's a porno film, beat off with your left hand. You'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you would Peter North all over your screen. It just seems like it's, it seems like it's just, it, it seems like it's really like, uh, Dead, like it doesn't feel like it has any mm-hmm. feeling. You got to build like that up, man. You know what I mean? Like you got it's like calluses <laughs> on a, on a new guitar player. You got to well, build it up. It's like my joke that I had like way, way, way back in the day about having a girl jerk you off. That having a girl jerk you off to like trying to brush your teeth with your left hand. It's like this clumsy spastic, and that your right hand had years is a training. motherfucker. Your right hand knows where the gum line is, <laughs> and it gets that fast vibration. Yeah. But your left hand, it's like you have to like hold it still and move your face over to the brush because your hand is so stupid. It doesn't know how to, it doesn't know how to brush. That's right. why I baby bird with two Sonicares every night. Animal. You know so what I, I did can, once? I can make sure I can double fist the. Dicks. I put a Q-tip in each ear and I took a shit at the same time, and then I blacked out from ecstasy. It was it's the most amazing <laughs> you, feeling. You cleared ever. all your. Orifices like, at once. Uh, there's this wonderful feeling. There's a new toilet add-on that they're selling, uh, the Squatty. It's like a, it's a, it, it, it's supposed to be like a thing that it stores. You stand on it. No, right? you sit, but it elevates your legs uh-huh. so that you have more of a squatting posture, which like relaxes the the tract so that yeah. the shit can slide out easier. And it's been scientifically proven that squatting. I mean, we've done it yeah. for years and years and years as a society until we have bowls to sit down on that it's it's more efficient it's healthier for you yeah they it's still do it in add-on. china well, still, yeah it's still in many places but yeah. i just think that's i wonder if that's going to catch on people the are shitting so weird platform. about people are so weird about fecal matter and, and and biological movements in general well when brian and i were in japan one of the things that we by oh, the way those, th- those you guys sent yeah, me yeah. these toilets the best. and uh i gotta thank this company that sent me the toilet because I, I don't have the uh you already have information one? yeah they sent me two of them i haven't oh, set them up yet though are they yeah. the ones with the heating massaging and the ass jet and all yes the whole deal and they oh, will be um such a joy they will be at the new studio so, Brian, when you take a shit at the new studio, so you will jealous. be able to clean your... Are they your, or what kind They of? are, um, they're called, they're, it's, it's from, the company's called Brondell, and um, it's B-R-O-N-D-E-L-L.com. And Brondell has, uh, they, they sent us two of these, and they're, they're fucking They're like badass. Cadillacs for your ass cheeks. So Everybody one, should be shitting with them. One in my, my home office and one in the studio, and it will be dope as fuck. You said new studio? Yeah, yeah. I got a new studio in what? Woodland Hills. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. It's all set up. It's fucking badass. It's um, the lease, lease signed, and now there's equipment being built right now. I'm hiring uh, this dude, Eric, who created... Brian's uh, cat clock over there, the yeah. Death Squad clock. Yeah, it's dope. He uh, he's a metal worker. He's building me this custom like whole thing, like a desk yeah. setup kind of thing. And it's gonna be cool because it's reclaimed wood. We're using like reclaimed farm Look oak. At you. Yeah, upcycling. Yeah, not only that, it's I like yeah. the fact that it's got like some life to it. Like it's it's old. Oh. Like there's people been using this. There's like vibes in it. I you know I right. subscribe to this uh, Rupert Sheldrake idea that even objects have they some have a sort memory. 
memory. They yeah, resonate. Some sort of memory. So energy's been yeah. pumped into them. That's why, like, the old recording studios, people are like, well, these albums have been recorded there. And I'm like, that means something. That yeah. Those vibes and that energy was, was captured there. That Dude, I'm going to take you after this podcast is over into the main room of the comedy of the, the comedy room here at the Ice House. And you tell Never me been. if you don't feel vibes in this place. Cool. This place is fucking magic. This, the Ice House is a perfect example of a, like a, a vortex of, like, happiness. This, so many people have laughed their fucking ass off in that room. That, that, that room has a resonance. It's like a bum. Don't you feel it? Yeah. You know what was really badass, by the way? Speaking of, the, uh, Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock were both at the comedy store last night. Really? What? Yeah, it like was unannounced so shows? weird. Like, Whoa. I was just, just walking in, like, uh, you know, it's just tripping out? Tuesday or whatever. And uh, I'm just like, holy shit, that's... It. Eddie Murphy. Holy shit, that's Chris. Were they Rock. on stage or they no, were just No, they're sitting? just hanging out watching comedy. Wow. Speaking of which, we got to get Charlie back in here, man. Yeah. We haven't had Charlie in here in a while. I got I got to contact him. That was one of my favorite episodes when he was telling the story about Mike Tyson. They pulled oh up God. to Mike Tyson's he's, house he's and he was playing a tiger with a or fucking lion. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Murphy is one of the nuzzling greatest storytellers I'm ever. The best animal. Last summer, um, I was uh, in Hawaii with my family on vacation and I ran into his cousin Rich at the resort. I was like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "Charlie's here. Eddie's here." And I, I hung out with Eddie. I had lunch with Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy. It was like, this is the weirdest Fucking thing ever. For being a kid, you know, to watching Raw, and then all of a sudden I'm talking to Eddie Murphy about comedy. I was like, whoa, this is bizarre, man. We were just sitting there talking to him. Like, this is the strangest awesome. thing ever. He was super nice, man. I've heard yeah. Eddie Murphy could be a dick. He couldn't have been nicer, man. He was maybe he was well, on, he's on vacation. vacation in Hawaii with his family. I mean, he come was on. So friend. But it was. <laughs> I would it was, hope he's a nice. That guy. was one of those things where I was, I was, I was talking. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm talking to Eddie Murphy. Like, <laughs> right? This is legit. When that know? moment happens, do you feel yourself like projecting out of your body and getting lost in your own thoughts, or do you keep it together pretty well and go, "Oh shit, I'm talking," but focus up. This is a moment. No, I stay in the moment. Yeah. I, I, there's a like a little voice like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Shut up, bitch." There's a six year old kid yeah. in cowboy uh, yeah. cowboy pajama onesie yeah going, oh my god eddie murphy yeah the, the kid who listened to his first cd when he was on saturday Night live it was a cassette back then his best work in my opinion wasn't even delirious it was the album before delirious where he talks about putting an aftershave on his dick and washing his balls sick and his grandma came in you lazy motherfucker washing <laughs> washing your dick in the sink you're too lazy to even take a bath you're washing your dick in the sink it's Fucking funny, man. This it's there's a weird thing about like when I met Anthony Bourdain, it was just, it seems silly, but I no, met him. Was, it was a weird was, thing. I was like, oh, this is fucking. I'm ta- actually talking to Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. This is strange. Like, you had no reservations about it. Yeah. Oh, oh. no, you didn't. Boom. When you like somebody and then you meet him, it's real weird. And and when so when people meet me, me and they get weirded out, I'll go, dude, I've been there. Don't worry about it. Just get through it. Ride it out. Right. You I'm realize, a human being. You're a human being. Realize Let's go. we're all just people. It just takes yeah. time. That said, Kevin Smith for president. That's who I'm voting in. Kevin yeah? Smith? Kevin Smith for president. Yeah. Is he running? No. I'm, I think I'm going to vote him in. He's a good guy. Seems but like he would run things fairly. Ventura's running. He started out from scratch. He's my, my guy. You know, no one's, no one's, everyone talks about uh, Gary Johnson and people even mentioned me. I think Kevin Smith. I say he's a good dude. Let's put him for president. You want to be his vice president, Kevin Pereira, vice president? I really, I, Ventura was talking Ventura's. about running in 2016. Yeah, and with I think Howard Stern as his running awesome. mate. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Howard Stern is his right. Yeah. 
That'd be awesome. But Ventura is like, you, what's his record of, of everything from entertainer to book writer to government official to Navy SEAL? What like, about Tower 7? <laughs> That's so something they never bring up is Tower 7. So good. I was a Navy SEAL. I love it. I want Tower that. 7. We're, it's one step closer to President Camacho. Um, I think that he has a, uh, a good grasp on the amount of fuckery in this government. But if you listen to the way he uh, debated with Jimmy Norton, when he went on the Opie and Anthony show, him and Jimmy oh, Norton had yeah. some. Do you realize that was a shitty moment? He's kind yeah. of a that fuckhead. Was a moment. He's got some fuckhead in him. Don't they? Unfortunately, all? yeah, everybody Don't does. They all. Everybody does. So this Brunel, Brando, we need to get him on mushrooms. Was your Brando a full toilet or is it one of those lids? It's a you, lid. It's oh, a li- just like the ones in Japan. Yeah. They take your regular lid off and they put this electronic ass cleaning by yeah. jammy yeah. warm water up your butt thing. It's amazing. It's USB cable oh. gets in there and cleans it all out. And it's something that makes you realize, like, why are we so gross with our smearing poo paper? Because that's <laughs> all it is. We need the three seashells. We all need to have our asses cleaned like that. It would probably be like way healthy. This and that's, that's one what of the things their Muslims make fun of <laughs> Muslims make fun of her yeah that's when you really love a chick when you yeah. shit in front of her I've seen guys shit in front of their girlfriends and I was like I've never been that comfortable with somebody just uh, a real relationship you do it on her I mean yeah. just chest and plastic wrap and just get it going uh, okay Stallone <laughs> I think the rumors of Stallone, even if they were true, it's like, I've seen it all. You want to fucking shock me? Shit on my chest! You have to read Uh, the dirt, man. (laughs) When they're putting hotel room phones into women's assholes and trying to order room service by yelling into them. No. (laughs) Yes. This is in the the, the, (laughs) the the, the Motley Crue book. It's a great book. Oh, my God. Again, not even a fan of Motley Crue, but the shit they did is, if it's on Audible, it's absolutely worth listening to. Whoa. Yeah. Imagine you're the next person in that fucking hotel room and you go to I can't pick stand, up dessert. I'm getting weird about hotel rooms gotta now. Got to order room service. You should be weird. Yeah, the, the remote control is like the remote control and the and the bedspread. Not how many, the sheets, but the bedspread. How many naked dudes have just beat off there? And, how many remote controls have been up someone's ass? Oh, yeah. I don't have to clean this. I'll yeah. put that there. <laughs> yep. Right up their ass. And, Spider-Man. Yeah, bent yep. over trying to use the remote from inside your ass with your sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> if the, I do a Kegel, I can watch yeah, pay-per-view. The, the, yeah. the, the thing is still pointing outward, right? right so you got the infrared sender. coming out of the butthole. So you're trying you're to squeeze it with your ass to get the right numbers. Ah! Time to check out. This fucking podcast is in the toilet, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. That's where it should literally. be. Literally. That's where it Lit- should be right now. And I don't like to say literally. <laughs> Kevin Smith really? for president, folks. Let's get this trending. Yes. Um, let's make it. That Kevin Smith on Twitter, he's a good fucking dude. He could run things. I'll vote for Kevin Pereira. Kevin Pereira and Kevin Fuck, Smith. Yes. That was my point. <laughs> we'll bring the two of them together. Dual ticket. Let's do it. I love him. I'll watch from the sidelines. And, no, we and, need you out there and, preaching the word. We need the death squad I'll support. do it through Twitter. There we go. I'll, pre- I'll preach through Twitter. Preach the revolution. And uh, occasionally YouTube. <laughs> <We're gonna> go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll, uh, I'll uh, whatever. We can we'll go to Kevin Rose's sex parties. We'll help you when you launch your new <laughs> podcast on the Death Squad Network next week. Kevin Pereira, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. New top 10 podcast. I got Just, shit yeah. to plug. Let's do it. Deuced into the fucking Matrix. We're going to change things, folks, from, from the ground floor. Will, will Onnit sponsor mm. me? Fuck yeah. Done. Yes. Done. Take it. 
Done. All right, folks, let's fucking bring this bitch home. Kevin, you're an an animal, a great human being. Thank you, sir. Fucking fantastic guest. Always a pleasure. We always it was like we're about to run out of time on UStream, but it's like we could do another six hours of this shit. Yeah, right. We got to do this more often. Got to do a marathon. We're gonna. Well, you're gonna be. You're gonna have your own podcast. I'm gonna do yours. You're gonna do mine. We're gonna keep this party rolling this weekend. You fucking savages in North Carolina. We will be in Raleigh at Memorial Hall Friday night, which is what's today? The 26th, the 28th. Friday the 28th of uh, September at Memorial Hall in Raleigh, and then Saturday night. We're at the Thomas Wolfe Auditorium in Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville, I hear that's a, I hear that's a bad motherfucking town. Except for the white dudes with dreadlocks and the drum circles. I hear that shit's got to go. Oh, come on. So what we need to do is get to Asheville and introduce those kids to some fucking squats. Some deep squats and some bison meat, okay? Yeah, kettlebell put, circle. Put the tofu down. Rules. If you don't eat bisons, rules. they just rot or monsters come and eat them. And then we get more monsters eating bisons. Whatever could kill a bison, you don't want that fucking thing around, okay? Trust me. Kill the bison yourself. Keep the population in line. Have a good steak. Build that testosterone. Do hill sprints. I want you to do some sandbag training. Start taking jujitsu, my friend. Trying to make some armies here. And the only way the army really is going to work is if they're smart. So they got to take the alpha brain. Go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T. Get yourself some alpha brain. Thanks again to audible.com for sponsoring this podcast. And if you go to audible.com forward slash Joe, you can try Audible free for 30 days and get a free audio book. Um, there's a lot of good ones. Um, fuck, what was the one? The Bobcat Goldthway. Bobcat Goldthway's got a couple of good books up there, too. He is a brilliant motherfucker. And he's a great guy. We had him on the podcast. We love him. And uh, that's it. Okay, so we will see you next week. We got a ton of podcast guests next week, including Amber Lyon, mm-hmm. formerly of CNN, She's who's awesome. going to tell us what the fuck is going on in this crazy, wacky world of the media. Uh, we also have the guys from London Real, and London Real is a, a, a great podcast that uh, has been, um, it, they said themselves, they were inspired by this one, and that's what made them start it, and they're doing a fucking amazing job. They've had Graham Hancock on, and Simon Powell, and a bunch of really interesting people who've talked a lot about psychedelics, and, and uh, martial arts, and philosophies. It's very, very similar to this show in a lot of ways, and really interesting introspective honest dudes so they will be on next week as well and uh we're fucking we're we're, we got shit rolling bitches can i sneak in a 10 second plug? i totally forgot to let's ask america.tv it's a new game show that i'm doing syndicated telepictures it's only in a few markets but if you guys go there click on the youtube link watch the first episode or two you might not like it i love it it's a fun silly game show you should fucking be on it i'll do it yeah, you play from home using Skype. I'll do it. So any of your audience can sign up, and I've seen dudes win fifty thousand dollars in twenty minutes. I've hosted a show and wow. handed out fifty grand for having an opinion about America. Holy shit! On your webcam, it's That's a amazing. brand new game show. I'm having a blast doing it. So I just so what would I do? Would I be a judge or something? No, you, you could be a contestant. I could be a contestant. Yeah, I mean, you probably have to play for charity, but I will play for charity. Done. Okay, done. we'll pick a good charity. You got it. Okay, beautiful. Thank so you. let's ask America. Oh, uh, hopefully we'll get um, Ian Edwards uh, back next week. Ian's a fucking hilarious comedian. Yeah. Uh, he should be here today, but. Honestly, Kevin Perry's a better guest. Um, but <laughs> Ian's a great guy. No, Ian's a great guy. <laughs> what the fuck I'm is that shit? Around. Well, he's a better Check guest. out my new podcast. You know why he's Death a better Squad. guest? Because he's here. Battle Road. That's right. He didn't have to fuck. Cancel that flight, bitch. You got a flight? Cancel it. 
Change it. Move it around. Don't cancel the podcast. How dare you? There's millions of people listening to this shit. This is for you. It's disrespectful, well Joe, and I'm them. sorry that it happened. It's for all of us together. We are all in this dirty thing together, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, if I can tell you anything, give you any piece of advice, is you can be the hero of your own story. If your life was a movie and it started right now, act like you're the hero. Get shit done. Do what the hero would do, and you will have a beautiful life. Good night. See you soon. Next week, some maybe I'll see you this weekend if you live in North Carolina. If you're fucking crazy enough to just travel there, we have death. Squ- uh, I have a death squad show here Friday, by the way. Tickets are on sale. Who's on? It? Who's on the show? It's a secret. Oh, you got to say who's on the show. No, it's a secret right now. You know it's going to be quality because it's death squad. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm one out of the family. Tell now. people who's on. you don't know who's on. Uh, actually, I know a couple other people. I'm still waiting on a couple of people, but uh, this guy TBD. So he's far, fucking hilarious. You're going to be on it. Huh? You're going to be on it? I, I'm going to be on it. Randy Lick, he's going to be in it. And it's Very a really funny. hilarious comic named Al Jackson that uh, was on a few of uh, Ari Shafir's uh, uh podcast i i just met him last night and it seems really funny so we're gonna have him if you want to listen to our Shafir's podcast it's called the skeptic tank you can get that shit on itunes joey diaz is uh the church of what's happening now you can get that on itunes as well tom segura our boy and his wife christina pozitsky the very funny and beautiful christina pozitsky you can get them uh their their podcast is called your mom's house that is also available on itunes all this shit is free and of course the duncan trussell family hour that is the death squad universe ladies and gentlemen and we'll see you guys soon. We love you all. We feel it. We're moving in this thing together. Somehow or another, we will make it all better or not. Or it doesn't matter. It goes on forever. It repeats itself. It's a fucking See you on the cycle. next cycle, brother. Yes. Big kiss. Big kiss.